How do you do? It is one of the strangest tales ever told. It deals with the two great mysteries of creation. I think it will thrill you. It may shock you. It might even horrify you. So if any of you feel that you do not care to subject your nerves to such a strain, now is your chance to... Uh, well, we've warned you. Remember that show uh, I used to do, the one that I created back years ago? And then I oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I, that, that Skeleton Crew show? Well, uh, somebody actually approached me on the street, because I guess they, they've been a longtime listener of that show, and they said, did you, aren't you the guy that created the Skeleton Crew? And I says, um, yes, I certainly am. Uh, to which I got a punch in the face. Deservedly so. And and I should fucking hit you again for making me fucking sit around here. But, 43 minutes. But, fucking 43 minutes. I was sitting around here. Oh, okay. But do you understand? And I, I'm trying to, like, rationalize. I'm trying to understand what is up with this guy. I said, but I haven't been associated with that show in two years. And, and, and it's, it's... I don't know. And he said, well, you see, that's what you get because you created it. So you made it happen. And I said, what do you mean? What did I make happen? And he said that I let a stoner and an alcoholic rant on the show. And he didn't enjoy that. And he's blaming that on me. Well, see, that just doesn't make sense because that was the whole premise of the show. A handicapped man that was mentally retarded, yeah. an alcoholic, and a stoner. Right, but see, then the stoner left. And then the, the, the other one stopped drinking. But apparently now the other one is drinking again and the stoner came back and they actually went off on the air. And, I mean, I listened to it only because... Oh, so that's why you're late. Yeah, I heard it was a, a train wreck and... Oh, my God, talk about jumping the shark. I think that that's just... I, I'm almost sorry that I created it because it, it really... You know, I created this monster of a show and this monster of a person. And now there's no going back. And, boy, do I feel sorry. You know what? If, if anybody wants, I will smack my head against this wall in solidarity for what anybody who listened to that last episode had to um, go through the emotional turmoil of listening to the two of them rant um, drunkenly and um, highly. Before we start the show... Dan and myself would sincerely like to apologize to everyone who had to endure our drunken rant during the Alien Covenant reveal. We sincerely apologize and realize that you're paying good money for this. You are not used to the two of us being in anything less than a clear state of mind whenever we did this show. Over the last five years, you can almost find no traces of us even touching a drop of alcohol during a single recording. It was very out of character, it was out of line, and it was inappropriate. 
podcasting should be taken seriously, especially a horror podcast. There is no more serious thing. How well we perform on this show weighs heavy on the horror society. We can only take solace in knowing that Jamie was there to balance the two of us out. Unfortunately, she's not here tonight, so you're shit out of luck. But we are a horror podcast that should take itself insanely seriously for the last four months of our existence. What? Oh, technically it's five more months? Ah, what the hell. Alright guys, let's party! Come on! 90s! Welcome, Boneheads. It is here once again, the iconic classic, The Skeleton Crew Horror Podcast. The podcast that will tickle your funny bone and have you screaming for more. Exclusively at Horrorphilia.com with your trio of numbskulls, Jamie Sammons. I, 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 I like it. Dan Chase. I love the fucking you guys, dude. Yo. And Alex Edwards. Yeah, asshole. Woo! You are now entering the bone zone. What's up, guys? This is Alex. I'm sober this time. It's the Skeleton Crew, and I'm joined with my main man, Dan. And Dan, we have one hell of a show planned for everybody. This is the 90s. We are completely stealing a format I heard on my new favorite horror podcast, Kill the Cast. They did... An 80s show where they went through every single year of the 80s. You know, 80, 81, 82, 80, you know, you know those years, right? So they went through every single one of those years. And all the guys on the show picked their two favorite horror movies from each one of those years. And I found it riveting. And I said, Jerry, you know, you told me how... The Halloween vs. Friday the 13th franchise show was really the whole thing behind your It vs. Alien show. And you wanted to take the exact format that we did and apply it to your show. So I said, well, Jerry, I think I would like to take your format. Meanwhile, in the Kill the Cast studios. Man, where the fuck are these guys? We were supposed to record 30 minutes ago. Jesus. Oh, look, you finally decided to show up, you know, to record. Where's Jay? I don't know where the fuck he is, man. Shut your hole. Check out this cool-ass fucking thing I got. Congratulations, you have a lantern on top of a stick. I'm super excited for you. Dude, do you not recognize this? It's the Scepter from Turtles 3, man. That shitty-ass movie. Yeah, that's why I don't recognize it, because uh, I only watched the first two movies and then cry. Wait, man. Why did you? Where did you even get that? Well, funny story. See, I was walking around and I ran into this person. I'm sitting there and I'm talking to them, and they tell me that they were actually in the movie, well, working on the movie, the crew, you know. And obviously, at this current moment, we know that that movie didn't do very well, and this person straight up looked like a crackhead. And so I was like, no, nah, no way. 
And I just like straight it up. I am. Check this thing out. And they showed it to me. And then I was like, okay, well, that's pretty fucking cool. And they were like, well, I need 10 bucks. Can I suck your dick for 10 bucks? I was like, sure, why not? And so, you know, I'm just my pants, whatever, going at it. And as this person is going at it, I slowly reach over there, grab this scepter thing, fucking goddamn pull my dick out, zip my pants up, and run. And now, here I am with this. That's the reason why I was late, by the way. Time, time out. You let a crackhead suck your dick for $10? Yeah. Was it cute? It not really. Is that not normal? Uh, no, not really. Normally people don't let fucking random crackheads suck their dick. That's, uh, not unless they're extremely desperate or on crack themselves. Well, I'm not on crack, so that rules out that one. All right, so, okay, so what? So you bought a replica of the movie prop. Well. And got a blowjob from a crackhead. Right, and didn't pay the blow, didn't pay the crackhead, yeah. Anyhow, this thing looks pretty legit, though. I mean, okay, does it work? Does it do the light-up thing? Like, I remember it lit up or some shit in the movie. I don't know. Let's fucking shake it and see. All right. You should be good at shaking things. That's why I pay crackheads. You don't pay crackheads. You you hit them over the head and steal their shit. God damn it, Jerry. Okay, fine. Okay, does this, let's see if this fucking scepter works. What, what do we just need to shake it? Let's both get hands on it. Yeah. We both put our hands on it. All right. Ready? Yep. One, two, three. Meanwhile, back in the dungeon. Yeah, man, just sucks not having Jamie here. Uh... Yeah, man, uh, are we still going to do the show without her? Or how are we going to proceed with this? We, I mean, this is, a, uh, this is a pretty big show. Yeah, for just two people. Whoa, what the fuck? Kenneth, where the fuck are we? What the fuck just happened? Who the fuck am I? Who the fuck are those two skeletons? What the fuck is going on? I don't know, man. This shit is weird. You got a skeleton right there that looks like he was on Jersey Shore. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, why did you buy this scepter from some fucking crackhead lady? Look what it did to us. We're in a dungeon. It's dank down here. And I ain't talking about moisture. Technically, I didn't buy the scepter. Technically, I didn't buy it. I stole it from her while she was giving me a blowjob for 10 bucks. Gotta love crackheads, man. <laughs> okay, that's true. But, dude, I just realized something. Is this the Dun... D- Dan? Yes. A- Alex? Yeah, man. How the fuck did we get here? I don't know, dude, but this is fucking crazy, dude. What the fuck are you guys doing here with the Ninja Turtle scepter? This is ridiculous. Well, we were going to record a Kill the Cash show when we were waiting on Jay, and then... Kenneth showed up with a scepter and we were talking about it and I thought it was just like a a movie prop and it would light up so we did the thing to make it light up and now we're here. Huzzah. Shit. Yo, we were just about to walk through the 90s though. From 1990 to 99. You guys down? You want to roll? Oh god, it transferred us to a shitty decade. What do you mean the 90s are the shit, dude? What are you talking about? No, no, no. The 90s are shit. You're fucking up R and the again. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, is that, wow, is that really the Silent Hill biker here? Indeed it is. <laughs> Man, I've been waiting to have you on this show forever, dude. Will you sit in with us? Absolutely. All right, see you later, Jerry. Bye, Jerry. <laughs> 
What am I, chopped liver over here? I mean, what's going on? We're just good as a trio. We're not really used to having four people. We tried that once, and we all know how that went. I, I heard I heard Dan loves five guys. <laughs> At least. Well, guys, like Dan said, like the title reads, it's that 90s show. There's a show called Kill the Cast, and one of the formats that Jerry and Kenneth came up with was they just take a decade and they go through every single year and pick out their two favorite horror movies and honorable mention and just, you know, talk them up a little bit. Tell everybody why they're the picks. You know, I decided to steal that format. So I think it's really fitting that the two of you just showed up here with your Ninja Turtle scepter. And uh, <laughs> plus it's okay because he stole our Halloween first Friday the 13th one. So I think we're even now, Jerry. Yeah, right? Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I didn't steal it. I was inspired and you didn't have a copyright on it yet. And plus it was probably done 87 times before. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say <laughs> So, yeah, it's all good. Guys, let's start off in 1990. Since you guys are the guests, guys, once again, kill the cast. Kill the cast. Kill the cast. Kill Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be a whole podcast that's just called Kill Jerry. It's going to be fucking Dan and that that cunt from 22 Shots. It's going to be y'all getting together to do a show together. Y'all just got to find one more person that hates me. Once we get later on into the 90s, I promise I'll be in a better mood. But for now, I fucking hate you. I know. I think we're going to be in a bad mood for about five years. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> the bad thing is, is Jerry's my co, you know, is my host. And I still find every joke against him fucking hilarious. <laughs> as, as do I. <laughs> well, we have a lot to get through, guys. We're going to stroll through this whole entire thing. Well, let's start in 1990. Since you are uh, a guest of ours, uh, Kenneth, why don't you tell us, what are your two favorite horror movies from 1990 and why? All right, so my absolute favorite is Nightbreed. Huge Clive Barker fan. Uh, David Cronenberg was in it as an actor, which I thought was great. And uh, it's one of those movies, man, that, you know, kind of, it appeals to me because I was an outcast in school. And so when I watched this movie, I was just like, you know, man, it'd be fucking awesome to go to a place like Midian where you fit in and stuff like that. So it kind of it kind of got to me on an emotional level. I thought it was great. Wow, nice. Yeah, and then I'd probably have to say my runner-up for that year would probably have to be Tom Savini's Night of the Living Dead. And I really, you know, if everybody's seen it and should have seen it, I really shouldn't have to say anything. That movie's fucking amazing. I was late to the party, and, I, dude, I tried to get into it several times, and I never really dug it that much. Like, I I see the appeal, but it just, for one reason or another, I don't know, but it just never fucking struck me as, like, oh, this is fucking great. You know what I mean? I don't like zombie movies at all, so to me, I'm just, like, lukewarm and all that stuff. I'm not... I'm not saying it's not a good pick. I just know that I don't like zombies. That so it is a good pick, though. It is. It's, it's and it's a good movie. I'm just saying, like my personal <laughs> taste. Yeah, it's the same with you, Alex. It's not like yeah. my thing, you know. Well, see, my one of my earliest horror movie things that I've said in our show was the original Night of the Living Dead, and right. so I was very apprehensive going into this one, even right. though I love Tom Savini. And then the special effects for great. and I and I I personally really, really enjoyed the changes that he made to the original storyline so i heard he's a dick oh wait that's another bill sorry (laughs) it turns out he's not a dick tom zavini was actually cool he was just a dick to jerry uh jerry vitetta not everybody else great picks uh let's move on to dan chase 
First one I have, and this is probably no surprise to anybody, is uh, Jacob's Ladder. Jacob's Ladder is a fucking mind fuck of a movie. Uh, would you guys classify it as straight up horror? I don't even know. I, just, I classify yeah. it as a dick piercing, right? <laughs> Continue. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> I'm intrigued. I mean, I don't have one, but isn't that when you like pierce like the top of your shaft multiple times on a ladder? <laughs> is that what that is? <laughs> I think that's a Prince Albert. Sir. No, Prince Albert to the to the head of your dick. <laughs> uh, and if you're from that fucked up weird side of the world, isn't that a Jacob's ladder? Yes. Yes. <laughs> what you were talking about. Yes. yes and is. don't you worry, you will be very familiar with it when we're done with this show. Okay. Oh. Well. <laughs> I got my ass cheeks pierced together one time. Ah, oh. How do you shit? I imagine the. I imagine it looks like the machine at Dairy Queen's got a clog in it. Oh. <laughs> 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 Jacob's Ladder, dude, I would classify that as a psychological thriller. Uh, yeah, no, Jacob's Ladder is the shit, man. I always loved that movie. I saw it at a young age, too, and it really fucked me up. But uh, I would agree with that classification, though. No, it doesn't mean it's not on. It actually is. If you look up 90, yeah, 1990 horror, it is actually there. So, um, And another one is, so I'm not, I'm not a huge fucking Stephen King movie fan. I like certain ones, um, and yes. I've been pretty vocal about it those ones and um the one from 1990 though is definitely misery i mean misery was one of those that it took a while for me to warm up to but once i did and f- dude fucking james con kathy bates come on dude you want to talk about an acting fucking class holy shit and uh i love that movie and there's that fucking famous scene where she just fucking wrecks his foot dude like i just i i still to this day can't get it out of my head even though it does look kind of fake but oh yeah the way that that one foot just moves over yeah and dude and here's one thing about movies like that like that's okay that was probably movies like that this and like silence of the lambs were like my real first introduction to horror um and it was like Oh, wow. It really set the bar high, you know, and I say and I talk shit about the early 90s. Yes, but the movies were good in the early 90s were fucking great. There's just not that many of them. But I think Misery is is right up there, dude. It's that's a fucking awesome movie, dude. I like how when you said a Stephen King movie, Alex was like, yes. And I was like, Alex, he's not picking it. Calm down. (laughs) Okay, I'm glad that somebody noticed that that would happen to me. Thank you. Uh, Anyway, so, Jerry, Uh since you decided to open your mouth, why don't you keep on going and tell us your favorite 1990 pick? Uh, Trimmers. The 90s is a a whole bunch of creature feature for me. One of my favorite things about creature features is when they have a sense of adventure to them. And Trimmers is a prime example of it. The whole time you feel like you're hanging out with the boys ready to crack open a cold one when some grab boys show up and fuck everything up. It is it is just a fun film. Every character is interesting. I love it. It's it, from the get-go as soon as they find that first dead body hung up on that pole like Alex on every work day, <laughs> just dead. <laughs> just dead inside. Yeah, just dead on the inside and the outside. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Jerry. <laughs> Good pick. Very obscure. What's your second pick for 1990? I, actually, Predator 2. Wow. I, I went Predator 2? I went Predator 2. I was, yeah, I went Predator 2, man. I, I love that movie. I think it's so much fun. And when you go in there and all the dead bodies are skinned and hanging from the ceiling. Dope. It is just so good. And that the ending with with Danny Glover in, in the ship, 
Yep. Man, ooh, ooh, oh, that's bad. Yeah, dude, yo, that scene's badass, bro. Dude, do you think that Predator 2 kind of gets a bad rap because the first one's so fucking awesome? Uh, I like the I like Predator 2 way more than Predator 1. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Uh-oh. It's because Jerry doesn't like action movies, and Predator 1 is more of an action movie. How do you... How Bingo! Do you oh, damn, we can have a whole episode on me pissing the world off with movies I don't like. Wow, but, you're already pissing me off, dude. Yeah, we're but, not even fucking out of the fucking early '90s yet, and you're already fucking infuriated. First, first year, and I'm pissing you off. But check this out: Will they please make a Predator movie where we get to see like the Predator go back in time and fight like people during like the Civil War and shit? Because like when you're looking in that room, there's like old timey guns and shit, and it's like, right. I want to see a Predator go fight, you know. Billy the Kid in the Wild Wild West. <laughs> Jerry, I don't think that'd be a fair fight, sir. Or how about Custard? <laughs> Custard Revenge? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Alex, what are yours? Okay, well, my picks for 1990 are, of course, everyone knows where I'm going with this. Yes, guys, Stephen King's It. I got way into why I love that movie on, I think, show 78. Uh, it's just really... Uh, Almost a perfect movie to me with a really terrible ending. Um, I like both nights or whatever you want to call it. I like both halves. The clown, you can't top Pennywise's performance. It's just so iconic. And I think the only reason anyone's excited about this remake is because they all secretly love this movie and they just don't want to say anything because it gets (laughs) so publicly bashed. That's got to be it. You're right. That must be the reason. That's what it is. I see see no flaw in his logic there. (laughs) Dude, dude. Perfect, perfect fucking review, Alex. I love it. Yeah. Hold on, let me check. Spock, is is Alex logic good here? It is. Okay, yeah. Spock said it's good, Alex. You're, I think you're golden. All right. Nanu, nanu. See, I knew it. I just needed that verification. Thank you. So my second pick is an anthology horror film called Tales from the Dark Side. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I grew up with this movie my whole life. That's a good one. Yeah, as I say, I I just finished that episode and i've never seen the movie and now i'm like man i really want to see this fucking movie hey alex i noticed about you man you really fucking dig anthologies i'm just putting it together we've been doing a show for five years now you really <laughs> dig that shit is it like is there any ones that you really just don't like uh creep show three creep show three right <laughs> i know that yeah <laughs> yep. i just threw up in my mouth a little bit <laughs> sweet next time don't fucking spit it up just choke on it jerry yeah, next time you do that, lay down like Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> lay down on your back and just fucking die. I got a question: Was Tales from the Dark Side? Because I, I never can remember. There's there. It was either an episode of Tales from the Crypt or it was one of the shorts in in an anthology where a guy was making blind people go through like this. It was almost like an obstacle course, but it was all booby trapped. Like he had razor blades along the walls and stuff like that. <laughs> and it is. I think that's the new Saw movie. Yeah, right. <laughs> or, or or something like that, and and but it was crazy, and and you know these blind people put him through that whole thing at the end of it, and made him go through it, and then they let the dog go, and he had to run back the opposite way and try not to die as he was going through all these booby traps while this dog. How did they? How did they know where to send him to if they were blind? I, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> go in this door, guys. This is my car. No, I mean, wait a minute. Where the fuck well, are they we? were all locked into this place. I mean, it was like, you know, it, it was like this warehouse kind of thing where he had it all set up. 
Oh, wow. Cool. And somehow or another, they made it out. I don't remember, but it was it, it was shot out. And the dude, I, I mean, it was kind of funny because when he got to the razor blades on the wall, that was the end of it. From what you're saying, I wish it was the movie I just said I like. But uh, so I do have to look your movie up. I love how Alex is uh, putting pl- uh, poking holes through fucking this movie there. And he didn't even <laughs> watch it. He's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. How did the blind people fucking know? Yeah. Go here. <laughs> Where? Guys, it's a shower. <laughs> God. Uh, so, guys, just so you know what was going on in 1990, besides the movies we picked, things like Leatherface 3 came out, Psycho 4, Maniac Cop 2, Troll 2, and Anthony Perkins, a favorite of ours, was actually in three movies that year, Psycho 4, Daughter of Darkness, and I'm Dangerous Tonight. Okay, then. I haven't seen any of those. I saw how Psycho 4. How did I not pick Troll 2? You're just not funny enough. I know, Jerry, Jerry, gotta step a bit. Maybe maybe next show, buddy. Um, didn't Troll Exorcist the- 3 come out that year? I'm sorry. I didn't I didn't list every single one. I just did notable mentions. I I probably should have told you guys every time a, a sequel to a big-name franchise came out. I did do it a couple times, so you're not going to get every single one, so you might be right. right. Yeah, but see, Exorcist 3 was good. That's the reason why I asked. Yeah, now, do you think that movie is good by itself without that fucking infamous scene? I knew about that scene going in, and I still was fucking scared shitless and, like, totally thrown off by it. I thought it was actually, I mean, as a standalone, I thought it was really good. Right on. Hell yeah. So, yeah, so I mean, even though it's uh, one of my favorites still, you know, it's as a standalone movie, it was still awesome. Hell yeah, man. Nice. Well, that was 1990, guys. Now... Let's take a trip to 1991. Let's see if horror got any better at this point. No. Nope. Okay, uh, Kenneth, what are your two favorite movies from 1991 in the horror genre? My absolute favorite for that year was People Under the Stairs. Oh, shit. Yeah, I really, really digged People Under the Stairs, man. I mean, it was, <laughs> I mean, you can't. This little kid goes into this house, you know what I'm saying, and it's all set up with booby traps with these two weird people, and then you know he's he's basically trying to help help out, and you know he's having to go through these weird things and all the rest of this stuff, and then on top of that, you got the underlining, you know this this young black kid goes into his house and these white people are doing these things to people, and he's trying to save the white girl. I mean, overall, it was just awesome all the way around, right? And also, yeah. the guy's a werewolf. Yeah, I mean, so. You know, the only thing that sucked is he, was, and he's, is he still had both eyes and people under the stairs. I know, right? It doesn't make any <laughs> yeah. sense. Continuity. That's yeah. like Kylo Ren when his fucking scar moved. Yeah, I'm telling you. But, you know, other than that, <laughs> and, and then on top of it, I like the kid that was in it, too. I can't remember the actor's name, but he was also, uh, he was, I remember he was also at the beginning of, of Michael Jackson's Bad video. <laughs> oh, yeah, he was so hot, dude. <laughs> Yeah, and he he was young Michael Jackson, and I thought that was great, you know? Wasn't he in um, Mighty Ducks? Yeah, 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 he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but at that point, he was too old. Yeah, you were yeah. young Alex. <laughs> he, he couldn't have been in, in Alex Edwards' Mighty Fucks. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. I thought you were going to that opportunity to fucking bash me on me uh, leaving Silver Bullet out of my top ten. No, I was going to to bash you on your uh, lack of knowledge of midichlorian knowing that it moves scars around faces. Everyone knows that, Dan. Read a fucking oh, Star Wars fuck book. your midichlorian and your fucking prequels, Jerry. God damn it. <laughs> oh. Alright, so that was your first pick, Podcast Under the Stairs. And what is your second pick? 
<laughs> dude, I'll be honest with you. I had a very difficult time finding another one from that year. Yes, dude. Thank you for saying that, bro. This was so difficult for me. Yes, I agree. Really? Because even this right year? now, I'm. Yeah, I'm looking through Wiki right now, and I'm trying to figure out one on the list, and I'm still having a really, really hard time. Really? Oh. Yeah. This year in particular was easy for me, but yeah. Really? I, I'm with Kenneth. I had one, and then the other one I was like, I, I liked that movie, but I liked it even more after I heard the Skeleton Crew review of it, so I'm picking it. I can't believe that Fr- Freddy's Dead is just not jumping out at you, Kenneth. <laughs> Dude, I'll be, be honest with you. As much as I love Freddy Krueger, you know what I'm saying? And I know that was a joke, but as much as I love Freddy Krueger... He never really hits any of my tops. Like, if you listen to our 80s mm. show, he was not – I don't even think there was one Nightmare movie in my top. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> you're a good I man. Fucking love that. And so I'm going to be honest. What anyone I'm, says. You're a good I'm going to be honest. <laughs> yep. So, you know. Yeah, I, I, guys, uh, like we said, this is a kill the cast type of show that they did this format go check out their 80s show they did this for the 80s so check that out and listen to how uh freddy never makes it in canada's list uh okay well then we'll let you uh go through wiki for a little bit and maybe one of us will convince you of uh your second pick so dan chase what is your two top favorite movies of 1991 so of the motherfucking lambs right because, all right, here's the thing. I'm such a fucking Hannibal fan. I don't know if you guys uh, dig that TV show or whatever, one of my all-time favorites or whatever. But um, I love that movie just to reference the fucking TV show now. Um, it's it's obviously a classic. I mean, what what else do I really have to say about Silence of the Lambs? I know it's not like – it is what it is. Like, it's it's a great fucking – like you said about my other pick, Alex. It's it's not straight-up horror, I guess. Or would you say it is? I don't know. I don't know how you would classify I, it. Okay, when it comes – the thrillers i yeah. give them a horror pass if you okay. pick a thriller right i give it a horror pass because 90 percent of thrillers are just hey let's do a detective movie but we want right. to add more horror to it but we want to be respectable yep yep now do you guys like that approach though oh, like do you think it's like keeping uh, it too like sanitized or whatever i uh i i really like cop stories and detective stories mm-hmm. and i like the darker ones right so for me I like thrillers just because of that. Right. Because this is thriller. Um, the thing is, though, with, with that, <clears throat> they give Clarice such a, a cool little backstory and how it intersects with him that I think it really gets incorporated well. But I do know what you mean, though. Like, oh, yeah, let's just throw like a procedural like fucking cop kind of movie and then throw it in with horror. I don't generally like that. Actually, I kind of hate that. But uh, I think this is the one movie that that it really fucking works, and they hit it out of the park. So, Silence oh, of the well, there, there's another movie from the '90s that they do it, and uh, me and Kenneth will be tackling that soon. Okay. Well, guys, if you want to see great detective stories with horror elements, watch the last four Hellraiser movies. They were excellent, man. Hellraiser, yeah, Hellraiser five, six, seven, and eight are amazing. I'm, I'm not even gonna. <laughs> We're not gonna get into that conversation, and it's not nope. because it's not because nope. I agree. It was because, it would be because I would be on the opposite spectrum of that. Oh of my what you God. just said. Yeah, let's just move on, Kenneth. Yeah, but <laughs> going back to what Dan was saying, I, I would have to because now that I know for sure that we can pick movies that kind of teeter on whether they're in the horror spectrum or not, I nice. probably have to say my second would be Silence of the Lambs too. Nice. Yeah, because like, dude, 
it's going to Buffalo Bill. I mean, this guy wears fucking people's skin. I mean, and it all comes down to how you classify quote unquote horror movies. Right. So, but I think that's pretty fucking horrific. If you ask me, put the lotion on the skin, Jerry. I can't, I can't wait to wear Alex's skin. (laughs) I actually already am. Um, my other one though, not his foreskin, Dan, Jesus. Oh, I'm sorry, dude. (laughs) Alex, I thought you were cut. (laughs) Anyways. Um, so my second one is actually my favorite performance of Robert De Niro, which is uh, Cape Fear. Uh, you guys dig that movie at all? Yes, that was Cape a really good movie. dude. Uh, have you? Do you know the nerdcore rapper MC Chris? Yes. Okay, I I for one of the episodes for Kill the Cast, I went to go see him and I got to record him for one question, and I asked him what his favorite horror movie of all time was, and he said Cape Fear is the movie that scared him the most. Yeah. Dude, that's a fucking hell of a movie, bro. And that's another one that, like I said, teeters on, like, is that straight up horror? Yo, that fucking performance De Niro gives, get the fuck out of here, dude. Yo, that shit still scares me to this day. Um, I absolutely love it. Scared. I'm fucking scared. So, yeah. You're right. It is one of the best, like, revenge stalker films out there. That theater scene? Oh, fuck. Oh, dude. Yeah. All of it, and then the ending too. Like, ah, dude, I love it all. Wait, what, what? What's the theater scene? Does he cut a hole at the bottom of the popcorn? <laughs> exactly. No, he wasn't going to the movies with his dad. Jeez. <laughs> I think Wait. it was creepiest to me when he comes up and, and like the side of his face is all fucked up. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That was just yeah. Wouldn't you agree though? Nobody talks about that movie. Like, or, or if they do, just people don't talk about it enough. I don't know. I don't know, but let's hear what Jerry wants to talk about. 1991. Oh, Alligator 2, The Mutation, is my favorite movie from that year because I love Creature Features. I love D. and uh, Love the D. That, too. Uh, just good ones. How like, did you, are, you, like, are you being serious right now? Alligator 2? Yes, dude. I'm not kidding when I say the 90s was like the decade of Creature Features for me. And I love creature features, even bad ones. And Alligator 2, even though it's a huge step down from the first one, because Alligator made my uh, top choice for 1980, because it is it is the best uh, alligator crocodile movie out there, period. <laughs> it murders. Who are you? Uh, yes. What? Dude, have you seen the original alligator? This is I why I need Jamie here. I've never seen the original alligator. Jamie would agree with shit. me. It is fucking awesome. Me and Kenneth did an episode of Kill the Cast on it because I wanted him to watch it with me. It is so fucking good. And Alligator 2 is a step down, but it's a lot of fun. And it's cheesy fun. And when I watch a creature feature, I want a, uh, a movie that takes itself seriously, but it's so cheesy it's funny. And that walks this line perfectly. Yeah, we can just fucking show. We can just leave it at that. We can just leave it at that. Just go watch. Just go listen to our episode on alligator, and there you go. You got everything. And and then if you go, man, that was really good. I wonder what a shitty version of this movie would be. Alligator (laughs) two. Damn, you're there. It's perfect. Hey guys, Kenneth, uh, can I can I grab that scepter from you? Is there any way we can send Jerry to any other time but now? Yeah, we can even have him here, but in like three hours from now. Yeah, I just wanted to, that is the most no. ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Okay, Jerry, you just uh, damn that. Really we gotta do something fun. Yeah, let's go back before Dan was born, and then 
knock his mom up and then pay for the abortion so that she ru- it ruins her marriage and Dan never gets born. I wanted to send him to the time of, like, Alexander the Great. Yeah, see? Kenneth said something normal. Jesus is talking about fucking my mom, Jerry. Jesus Christ. That's you not talk normal. About my Have you unborn. seen the movie Alexander? That's not normal. <laughs> You're right. Touche. <laughs> Kenneth, he's already here. Alexander the Great is sitting right next to you. Yeah, exactly. Woo! What's up, dude? Okay. Yeah, man. Like, you can't be Alexander the Great and Al. That doesn't work. Al from Married with Children podcast. Yeah. I don't think Alexander the Great's doing that. So my runner-up, though, is Popcorn because yes. that's just, it's just an interesting setup for a film. It's mm. almost like how could we update Phantom of the Opera with a new twist? And uh, that's what happened. And, and you know, even Scream took from, Scream 2 kind of took from this movie a little bit with the whole theater yeah. thing. Um, yep. and I liked the movie and then I heard the skeleton crew review of it and I was like, man, this is really, this was actually a little bit more than I thought. And I went back and watched it and I was like, this is just a really yeah. good film. Got so, card, didn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mostly when, when, when Alex was talking, but yeah. Well, yeah. That's um, yeah. yeah. So popcorn was my runner up. Well, J- Jerry, just so you know, I, w- I was thinking of you while we did that review. You didn't, you didn't know me then. Doesn't matter. That's really weird. <laughs> Getting extra butter on your popcorn this time, Jerry. Exactly. Ooh, like slick. Good picks, guys. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, my 1991 picks. Um, it's gonna disgust people, but uh, one of them is Silence of the Lambs. I go typical with that pick. You know, I guess you guys already got into why that's good and why that should be a top two pick in 1991. So, I won't waste your time. Alex, you got to watch Hannibal, bro. Please watch Hannibal. I have all four of the the movies that they make, like uh, Red Dragon or something. And Yeah, yeah, no, fuck up all that shit. Watch the show. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm just Damn kidding. Man. I Edward Red Norton Dragon. in it. You shut the fuck up. I, I'm kidding. I do. I do. I love Red Dragon. That's right. I went and saw the Hannibal movie in the theater. Really? Yeah. I see. Okay, I didn't even like Hannibal. I love Red Dragon. If, if, if I were to rank, it'd be Red Dragon, Silence of the Lambs, and uh, Hannibal, and then that other piece of shit fucking prequel thing. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm with I'm with that. I'm exactly what Dan just said. Yeah. The the, the show does it masterfully, dude. They they end it on the Red Dragon fucking story arc, and it's oh, it's fucking perfect, dude. Anyways, I'm sorry. Continue. Uh yeah. Well, so that's the one pick. I just uh. I can't say it's like a nostalgic favorite of mine, but every time I watch Silence of the Lambs, I really think it's great. So yep. uh, that's one. And the second pick is Trancers 2. A lot of people <laughs> think that's the dumbest thing in the world, but it can't be any worse than Alligator 2, right? <laughs> Wait a minute. Do we got to go back for a second? So this is this was like one of my first introductions to Alex when we first started talking years ago, dude. And Alex was like, hey, have you ever seen Trancers? I was like, I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about, dude. No. So he had me watch. Well, I think it was the first one. Yeah, yeah first one. The first Trancers. And I was like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> What the fuck is going on? So that yeah, that that was such a fucking crazy introduction to fucking Alex Edwards. It was hilarious. Well, I must confess, I've never seen Trancers. Neither have I. I fill everybody in real quick. Trancers is a full moon production, which oh okay, you can stop. All right. 
<laughs> do not rag on full moon. Yeah, people when they hear full moon, their their eyes roll so far in the back of their head they can see their brain. But in reality, uh, trances is one of the rare good things that came out of there. I mean, there's some good things that came out of Full Moon, but trancers, you have to watch all three of them. There's actually six of them. That's how... Jesus. Yeah, no, you guys don't even know it, and you think it's ridiculous, but somebody thought enough of it to make that many. And it stars <laughs> this guy, Tim Thomerson. I know, there's like the same amount of Puppet Master, so that doesn't mean anything. Right. right. <laughs> Tim Thomerson's like a comedian, uh, 80s guy. And it's so sci-fi, horror, 80s cheese, it's amazing. Like, it's the cheesiest thing ever. I was blown away, dude. Like, how crazy it was, yeah. What you saw, kid, you have to watch part two and three to really, it, it'll all come together. You just can't watch one and leave it there. I know you're going to, but you really shouldn't. <laughs> like, you have to watch all three, and it's really, really cool. And they're all on Blu-ray now. So I have all three Blu-rays, so that's my oh, yeah? thing. Oh, yeah. Looks amazing too. Big upgrade. I'll watch them all. I watch. Yeah, I'll, I'll watch them too. I'm interested to see how crazy you really are, Alex. So yeah, it's, it's like, yeah, yeah. I dig full moon movies. I got all the subspecies movies, and let's, I've got all the uh, puppet master movies. Let's do a let's do a trancers retrospective. Oh, I'd be in heaven, dude. Don't all, get him going. All four of us come back together for that. <laughs> oh, I would do that. Yeah. So guys, if you want to know what else was going on in 1991, there were movies like Freddy's Dead. Body Parts, Scanners 2, which I never... I have Scanners 2 and 3 on Blu-ray because I think Scream Factory released it, but I never actually put them on. But I, I wonder if they're good. So, <clears throat> that was 1991, guys. We're moving on to 1992. Let's see if things are boding well for horror in 1992. So, Kenneth, what are your two favorite 1992 horror films? The absolute number one is The Lawnmower Man. Oh shit! <laughs> what about really? the weed whacker guy? Yes, really. I love the lawnmower man. It's you know, nostalgic it just got, to me. It just got announced on Blu-ray, right? Yeah, yeah I'm by have it. Scream Factory. Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> have it. But uh, yeah, it's nostalgic to me, man. Me and my dad watched it, and uh, you know, a lot of my greatest memories were watching some of these badass movies with my parents. So. Me and my dad uh, watched it a lot, and uh, I thought Jeff Fahey's performance in it was great. As Job, throughout the progression of Job being, you know, mentally impaired to the point of where he's, you know, so so smart that he's absolutely nuts. And, uh, you know, I thought Pierce Brosnan's uh, performance in it was good, but then again, I like Pierce Brosnan just about everything he's in, including James Bond. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, and so, you know, I mean, I just thought it was an all-around good movie. And then the, you know, even though the special effects are extremely dated, you know, I thought at the same time the somebody going into the internet, you know, kind of had like a Tron feel to it, and I love yep. Tron. So mm -hmm. so that that whole aspect of it I thought was just amazing. Well, yeah, I don't get how the Super Nintendo game had better graphics in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's so weird. We broke out Super Nintendo last night at a fucking party all drunk. It was awesome. Uh, Kenneth, real quick, I got a question. Now, I've never seen The Lawnmower Man. Is Jeff Fahey The Lawnmower Man? Yeah. No? I love Jeff Fahey, dude. He's the fucking shit. I'll watch anything he's Well, who's in, the so. guy who trims the shrubs? That's uh, uh, Jose. <laughs> Jose. <laughs> that's a racist, Jerry. No, it's not. I've, I've, I'm in Mexican all the time. <laughs> that's true oh, yeah. he's balls deep in Mexican yeah he's he's good he's allowed to make that joke <laughs> he's good then she's so hot too 
<laughs> we we recently found that out in uh, Cut to the Chase because someone informed us. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. What do you mean? Glory. Anyway, what was your runner-up, Kenneth? <laughs> He's trying to get out of this town. Candyman. Oh, man. Candyman okay. was my second one. Candyman? Oh, dude, can I be a jerk? <laughs> How is that different than you just being yourself? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it just me or... Does anybody remember the rant I had about that movie where, like, every fucking second of that movie has this redhead chick in it? Like, there is not a single... There's no breathing room between us and watching her. Like, she is in every single... It's obnoxious. Like... I agree. How dare they show a woman all the time? I need more uh, hard-bodied men with their shirts off constantly. Thanks, Alex. And more little black kids like Alex likes. Wait, is that the same kid, actually, for People Under the Stairs? He's in the Mighty Ducks, too. The Mighty Fox? I don't know. But anyhow, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's just me riding on, you know, riding on Clyde Barker. Uh-huh. Ah, I'm sure he would enjoy that. Yeah, I'm sure he would. <laughs> Candyman was popular. I remember going to see that in theater. Uh, I'm just kidding. Good pick, even though that girl is <laughs> overwhelming to me. So, two good picks. Dan Chase, what are your two favorites from 1992? Uh, yes. Yeah, so, 1992 was basically the worst year. Like, I had a tough time picking. Like you said earlier, Kenneth, like, um, the, the previous year was hard. This was, like, impossible for me. So, these movies are my favorite by default. Uh, Pet Cemetery 2. Which I kind of like. It's it's whatever. It's 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 okay. I'll watch it when it's on when it was on USA. No, it's back good. In the it, fucking, with, the, right? with the big red. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. You got the furlong. Yes, exactly. John he goes Hardy. from Terminator Two to Pet Cemetery Two, and then he <laughs> goes from fucking fucking you know Mark Aquino. Don't worry. I'll, uh, I'm sure we'll hear more of uh, Furlong from his best movie he was ever in. Oh, coming cool. up. All right. Mm, interesting. And the other one, dude, I had a tough time, but I also chose Candyman, but I don't even like that movie. It was just by default. <laughs> I don't know. It's whatever. Dude, how can you say that? They have, I mean, I don't want to give any answers away, but I mean, this is chock full of... Uh... Like what? Give me some. Hold up. Hold up. Well, let's let's go through the reviews first and what else is coming out, and then we'll mock Dan Chase. Okay. Let's, let's give it to me. Yeah, once we give picks... Then I'll I'll list out all the movies that came out that year that you could have picked. Okay, so who's up? Uh, Jerry, what is your two favorite horror movies in 1992? Um, you know, Alex, much like you, I am not a big zombie fan. Uh, I, I don't really care for zombie flicks, with the exception of Dead Alive. I knew it was coming. Because I kick ass for the Lord. <laughs> I, Dead Alive is just funny. It's got a really, really hot Latina chick in it. Yeah. Um. How how she ended up in England, I don't really know, but that but it that does happen because Reese lived in England for a long time. So really, yeah. So but that movie's just hilarious. It is just fun from the get go. It's overly gory. Um. It's is just that Peter fun. Jackson. No. Yeah. Yeah. It's Peter oh, Jackson's yeah. like second forte in a horror because didn't he do Bad Taste before this? Uh-huh. I think so. Um, and it's, it's really, it's a really fun movie. It's also called Brain Dead. Right. Um, that, the original title is Brain Dead when it came over to America's Dead Alive. And everyone remembers the VHS cover with the lady yeah. opening her face in the skull. 
underneath it and the skull looks all gold and shit. Yep. Um, and it's got that rat monkey thing from Taliki Leaky, wherever the fuck it's from. It's, <laughs> <great. laughs> it's and you can't, you can't forget the best name, man. Where you uh, go? Dinner table one. The, the, no, the stroller going hordes of zombies with a fucking push lawnmower, oh, dude. Oh, oh, I thought you were talking about the 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 zombie baby in the stroller because that shit's no. hilarious. No, I was I was thinking about the lawnmower, dude. That was good. Are you still with the lawnmower, man? My runner-up, with no surprise, is also Candyman. Oh my god, what is it with you guys? I actually think Candyman is really good. Um, I actually get a little uh, awkward when the bees start coming out of his mouth. It's just fucking... I just think about bees in my mouth and... How about when the D's starts coming out of his mouth? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, bitch. Early nineties too, Jerry. Well, Jerry's reminded of all those little things moving around in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, uh, Kenneth, you're not that little. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about every time you swallow. <laughs> Actually, I don't swallow. I let it drool out and onto my chest. You know how we know that Kenneth has a good sperm count because Jerry has to chew before he swallows. <laughs> Podcasting embarrassments. I want y'all to know that. <laughs> Fucking crying. <laughs> so now that I bashed Alex, what, did you... what did I do? What? What did, what did you pick? Because now I want to hear what you think is so great from this year. Right. Because right. I'm here. I am bashing all this Candyman shit. Right. So I must come up with something epic. Right. Well, guess what? First one is Candyman. Yeah. Okay. Candyman's number one. No. I have two picks that blow Candyman out of the water, boy. Number one. Bram Stoker's Dracula, bitch. See? Okay. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I understand that it was not Keanu Reeves' greatest acting performance, but all the rest of that shit, man, come on, dude. That was amazing. Yeah, that movie is a fucking mess. Visually, it's amazing, but that yes. movie is a mess. It ha- Agreed. He- Kenneth chose that for one of the shows we did. I know, I heard it. Oh, it's visually, it's a fun movie, but that movie, like whoever wrote that fucking thing, was was on more drugs than Dan Chase in 2013. Impossible. <laughs> uh, 14, actually, sir. Impossible. Was it 2014? Yeah. Whatever. It all blends together. Who cares? <laughs> um. Well, Dracula was good though, and Gary Oldman, correct? Yeah, Gary Oldman. Okay. Nipples. Terrific performance, by the way. Dude, Gary Oldman, are you kidding me? He's, yeah. Sorry, good. I'm telling you. But, dude, but here's the, okay, I was going to pick that. I haven't seen that movie probably since the late 90s, so I didn't feel like, I felt like I was a fucking poser like Jerry or something trying to fucking, you know, <laughs> say, oh, yeah, I saw, like, Dracula was the best movie. I haven't seen it in years. I do remember it being very... I'm trying to think of the word, but I think Jerry said it best. Like, it was just, it came off like, what am I watching? I did like his performance, and uh, and then you throw Keanu Reeves in there. Dude, put Keanu Reeves in anything, and it throws me right off. And I just, uh, all I Don't see is Don't say that, fucking, dude. Point Break, man. Come on. I, well, Point Break's fucking in a league of its own, dude. But, I've uh, never yeah. seen Point Break. Oh, what? I just wanted to tell you all that. Get the just, fuck just off leave. my show, dude. I, I, just I, leave it alone. Just leave it alone. Dan, I like how you were like, Jerry's a poser, but I agree with everything he just said. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry, I'm getting there. I'm trying to be like you, bro. 
when it comes to action movies, there is nothing that you two guys can say to Jerry that I or Jay have not, not said. Wow. Yeah, I believe you, Kenneth. You're a good ambassador. Yeah, I, that's a new inter, uh, new podcast right there. Jerry's action intervention. <laughs> yeah, right. We really should do that too. Don't you like Godzilla or King Kong or one of those fucking stupid things? Um, I happen to enjoy a, a little Godzilla every day of my life. Now, did you see? <laughs> no ragging on Godzilla. No ragging on Godzilla. No, we're not ragging on Godzilla. I'm just, I'm just trying to fucking get a, uh, get a range here for Jerry's fucking liking of shitty movies. What about Mecha Godzilla? <laughs> yeah, right. I like Mecha Godzilla. The next pick, and this, again, I feel is better than Candyman, and it, it's, it's undebatable, or indebatable. What's the word? I don't know. It is Alien Three. Oh Jesus Christ. Are you serious? Oh, Alex, get the fuck <laughs> off your own show. No, no, no. I actually did not hate Alien 3. And the first time I saw it, I did not like it. And then when I saw the redone version, I was like, okay, this is a little better. But even then... F- <sighs> 3 is not known as a bad movie. Not okay, known as a bad movie? Wait, hold on. Where is it? Let me check the reviews on fucking every internet site ever. What? Alex, why do you like it? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just on an alien kick now, so I really enjoy all of them. Uh, we mentioned this before, I think, Alex, but that is uh, that was David Fincher's directorial debut, was it not? I don't know things like that. Uh, anybody? Bueller? Bueller? That was Fincher's first movie, wasn't it? I no? think. Give me a second. I think so. Dude, Fincher is one of my favorite directors, though, so I'll, I'll give you that one. I w- or I won't give you shit for that one anyways. Thank you. <laughs> a lot of things that were going on that year. There's a couple I thought that you guys would pick. Uh, wait, is, that, is this the year where I said uh, there's plenty to pick? Or yes. Or the last yes. year? Yes. Okay. Was no, this the year Monica Lewinsky blew Clinton? Monica blew Klinsky. Yeah, Klinsky. Exactly. She blew him in 92? I don't know. I'm asking you. I don't know. I forget. I know the stain's still probably there, though. <laughs> the movies that came out that year in 1992, along with what we mentioned already, is Hellraiser 3, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Army of Darkness, Bruce Campbell. I mean, even that, bare minimum, I thought you guys would go to uh, before. I don't know how I missed Army of Darkness. I probably would have picked that as my number one. I don't no, know you can't do that, that, Jerry. You already made your list. You can't do that. That's what I'm saying. Like, I just can't believe you guys said this stuff. Uh, now, this is a big year for... Uh, 1992 is a big part four year in horror, apparently. You got House 4, Prom Night 4, Witchcraft 4, Critters 4, and I don't know if you guys ever even heard of this movie, Shake, Rattle, and Roll 4. Like, there are what? four of these things. Like, what is the first one about? Well, the first one was Shake. Shake, <laughs> Rattle. The third one was Shake, Rattle, and Roar. And the fourth one, they just didn't have anything else to add on. <laughs> yeah, I gotta watch Shake, Rattle, and Roll now, because... I know, I, I'm intrigued to say the least. But, dude, can I say something, though? Jerry, I know you said you like Army of Darkness. Dude, I don't like that movie at all. I said it on well, our that show. You're, you're, you're allowed to be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get to 1996 later, Jerry. Oh, about you being wrong in 96 also? It's okay. <laughs> Another movie that came out in 92 that I thought I found intriguing was Hellmaster, like Hellraiser. Like, it literally... It seems like they started ripping off Hellraiser, and by the same year, they made Hellraiser 3. These guys were already trying to, you know, jump on that. Was it directed by Bruno Matai? I have no idea. 
So, yeah, that's 1992, guys. Those are our picks. All right, let's move on to 1993. Kenneth, what are your two favorite horror movies of 1993? Warlock, The Armageddon. Oh, shit. Dude, I've never seen any of those movies. I mean, it's one of those, man, where I, I, I love the first one so much that when I got to the second one, yeah, there were little differences that made it not as good. The storyline I enjoyed, but the there was so much gore in the second one that that kind of took away from the feel of the first one. But it was still it was still good. It just had a different, you know, it definitely had a different overall ambiance. And mm-hmm. then, but it was still a really good movie. And I watched it more that year than pretty much any of the other ones, just because of how much of a fan I was of the first one. So that was probably my favorite of that year. What's it called again? Warlock Two: The Armageddon. Warlock 2. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Blu-ray incoming from Vestron. Wow. Right. And then uh, my second was the Tommyknockers. Tommyknockers, Tommyknockers. Nice. Yeah. That movie's sketchy, dude. That movie's scary. I forgot about that shit. Damn. Yeah. I mean, it's it, it's it's a very, very odd one. I, I saw it on TV, watched it a lot when it came, when it was on TV. And, uh, yeah, so that would probably be my, be my second and it was I I enjoyed it enjoyed both of them but there were still some other really cool ones that came out that year so but those were my two wow nice all right Dan Chase what are your two favorite from '93 yo so check this out um I'm probably gonna get a lot of fucking hate for this or at least get ragged on probably by Jerry uh dude hocus fucking pocus dude I don't care horror movie whatever it's all about Halloween I, I don't need to fucking I don't I don't even feel like I need to defend hocus pocus because it's probably I a hundred percent support Dan Chase and his Thank decision you. hocus pocus is fucking great it's such God a good movie, man. I don't care yep. what anybody says. Everybody on this fucking show and everybody listening for that matter watches Hocus Pocus around Halloween. Dude, it doesn't feel like it's fully Halloween unless you hit that, you hit Halloween, you hit all the essential ones. So Yo, plus yeah. it's like the only movie where where Sarah actually looks hot. Yep. Right. I totally agree. And, and I agree with Dan on that. PG horror movie on this fucking time list, right? Yeah. Oh, the guy who did the voice for, for the cat. Yep. actually lives in Nashville and I know someone who knows him and I'm trying to like jerk him off get in contact with him to jerk him off nice, yeah. dude. <laughs> I actually made a reference to Hocus Pocus yesterday to my uh, my baby mama she uh, I told her I wanted a gun safe for Father's Day and she said what are you gonna, well don't you got a cabinet she was like what are you gonna do with a gun cabinet and I said I'm gonna bury you in it and then so that way you can hope that a virgin will light the black flame candle a gun rack (laughs) what am i gonna do with a gun rack (laughs) exactly um okay so yeah hocus pocus man i love it uh second pick is this is tough because it's once again borderline horror movie but this movie um was an essential part of my horror movie viewing experience i know what you're gonna say i know what you're gonna say well yeah you do that Thanks, little yeah. fucking bastard Macaulay Culkin, dude. Yep, the good. Don't fuck with me, Dan. The good son. Exactly, dude. dude. Yo, the good son oh is a fucking. Yes. Yep. The, dude, the good son fucked me up as a kid right? when I that ending, and I was just like, my mom would choose me, right? Right. <laughs> Come on right. now. And you know what's funny too? I mean, I know Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, like we could make jokes about him forever. That was a great role that he was in. And dude, can we just fucking take him? We're talking about Peter Jackson earlier. Yo, Elijah Wood is has fucking 
spit nothing but hot fire since since day one and this is pretty much day one right i mean this is pretty much as far back as it goes right and since then he's just fucking done amazing work dude so yeah yeah dude he did the faculty he did the faculty yeah he's fucking done everything at that time period with macaulay culkin the same thing going from what he had been in to that that was such a great turn in his career even though his career didn't go too terribly far. yeah i think that killed his career actually Actually, no, have you heard the shit that happened, like, behind the scenes? Like, he was not supposed to be in that movie, but his dad was, like, told the studio, if you do not put him in this movie, he will not do Home Alone 2. What? Yeah. What the like, fuck? Uh, go listen to uh, one of the newest episodes of Slice and Dice Dreadcast, because they go into the good side, and they talk about all this background shit on it, and I had to go look it up, because it was so just messed up that he Macaulay's dad was just like he strong armed him into that role he constantly was starting shit on the set it was crazy wow real no damn shit. Buzz's girlfriend woof <laughs> <laughs> wow great picks uh Dan very good picks. thank you yeah Jerry you're up now so tell us 1993 what are your picks Carnosaur is my favorite movie from 1993 because People get a fever and they give birth to dinosaurs. Let that sink in for a second. Cut them off, Alex. It is. <laughs> that movie's great. Fucking Carnosaur is so fucking fun and it's a terrible dinosaur movie, especially in comparison to Jurassic Park that also came out. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's uh, like <laughs> it wow. is so fun. Like, like I like she's impregnating people with fucking raptors. <laughs> it's it's so good, so good. Oh, I gotta oh see my this. god, it, Jerry, it's so it's stupid. It's amazing. P, I knew. I like as soon as Dan was like, people might give me shit, and I'm like, oh no, Dan, I'll oh, say you, have you no idea. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> you have no idea what's coming. Uh, so, Carnosaur, if you haven't seen that movie, if you want to watch a, just a fucking movie that looks like it was made for T. I I mean, it's a Roger Corman movie, for fuck's oh, sake. Okay. Like, and it's a 90s Roger Corman. It's way, way past anything. It, the movies Roger did in the 90s were like, who the fuck made these decisions? Yeah. Um, now, don't they put all of those, like, don't they marathon all of those movies on sci-fi? Like, that? that's like, it was born to be on sci-fi, right? Oh, dude, Carnosaur would fit in so well with the yeah. whole... Because that's what Roger Corman started doing in the 2000s is making them for sci-fi. Right, with, right. like, Sharktopus and shit. <laughs> Sharktopus. Carnosaur is fantastic. My runner-up is a Stephen King movie. It's The Dark Half. I had this on VHS when I was a kid, and I watched it, and I had no idea what the fuck I was watching. Who's in it? Uh oh, fuck, dude. Uh, what's his name? I really don't know. Timothy Hutton? No. I'm, 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 uh, yeah, Timothy Hutton. Timothy Hutton. So, oh, Jerry, this is huge. So it was basic. Okay, go on. Uh, actually, go on. Continue. I was about to say it's very close to a Dan Chase favorite. Yes. Window. Yes. Uh, a, a a writer's alter ego kind of takes over his life, and it's. It is it is a great movie. It's extremely deep. Um, I would actually probably say I enjoy Secret Window more, but the dark half, like the dark half, um, is is just a really when you watch it, it is, is 
So it, is, it perfectly encapsulates that end of the 80s, beginning of the 90s feel. It almost looks like it should have been made in 91. So it was shit? Uh, no, I didn't say it was Dan Chase. I said it was just, <laughs> you know, a little early 90s. But uh, that's my pick. If you, if you want a deeper Stephen King movie, it's really good. I love when Stephen King goes into alter egos. Dude, and, and Timothy Hutton's in Secret Window as well. Um, dude, that's crazy. Yeah, I'm I'm glad you picked that, man, because, uh, I mean, I do appreciate that because I love Secret Window so much. I, I obviously prefer Secret Window, but, dude, nice. Nice one. Y'all ever pay attention to how, how often Stephen King's stories relate to a writer going through some fucked up shit? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, it's almost like he's a writer who goes through fucked up shit. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. crazy, man. It's meta. Yeah. Meta, meta, meta. Uh, yeah. Good picks. I don't know them. Meta, meta, don't you know? It interests me uh, greatly to watch a, uh, a woman give birth to a Tyrannosaurus Rex. <laughs> so, <laughs> Alex, I'm interested in your picks. Uh, they're not. Dude, none of my picks are going to blow you away. Uh, for 1993, my two picks, one of them is Return of the Living Dead Part 3. Okay. I actually, I liked it. Uh, I, it's nothing like I, the original Return I, of the Living Dead. I, 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 I like it. Um, it's, uh, it's a fun movie. It's bizarre. There's some weird imagery in there. So, uh, it's cool. It has a cool tone to it. And plus, there really isn't that much going on in 93 to me. That's what I'm saying. I've got Return of the Living Dead in my honorable mentions, so. Yeah. Uh, the second pick for me is Jeffrey Dahmer. There was a, uh, you know, there's many, I'm sure, Jeffrey Dahmer movies, but I believe... I've jacked off to them all. <laughs> <laughs> there's just something, you know, knowing it's real and the way they shot it and the, the lighting is very, like, non-Hollywood-ish. It just is very realistic and gross. And it I've just, never seen it. Yeah, it just it makes you want to take a shower when you're done watching it with Jeffrey Dahmer. But <laughs> I can't believe Dan's one, one never day. seen this as much as, as like him and Dahmer have so much in common. Huh, really? What's that, yeah. Jerry? Uh, what, what we want to fucking clubs. take little boys back to a fucking thing like Jerry and kill them? Whoa, whoa, yeah, whoa. They both eat men's genital. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to go with that. that. <laughs> he picks up because I feel like Dan definitely goes down to the harbor, picks up some young Mexican lad, takes him home, chloroforms <laughs> him. Yep. Puts a grease fist up his ass. And uh, <laughs> where, where uh, Cape Cod is at the very tip, at the very tip in Provincetown, Massachusetts. Uh, it's just the entire... tip, baby. Yeah, exactly. Oh, dude, believe me, the, the gay jokes will fucking be nonstop. Uh, Provincetown, Massachusetts is is literally like a gay community, nothing but. And there's a place called uh, on Main Street called Dick Doc. You'd like it, Jerry. I'll take you there sometime. And a bunch of fucking- <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go there with Dan. I'm gonna walk in the door, and it's gonna be like when Peggy walks into Troy's. Oh shit! It was like gonna be like, what's up, Dan? <laughs> Big Daddy Dick Dan. Just the regular guys. Big anyway, Daddy are we on the 94 yet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, are we on 94 yet? Uh, <clears throat> okay, guys. The other shit that came out in 1993 was Leprechaun Lass. That was the oh, big geez. one for 93. Doll Man vs. Demonic Toys. That's Tim Thomerson, the guy from Trancers. He's the doll man. Jason Goes to Hell. That infuriated many people. Body Bags from John Carpenter. I thought... um. I thought one of Dan's picks would be Fire in the Sky. Uh, that 
shocked me that you didn't pick that. Yeah, you know what? Oh, uh, fuck. I, I can't believe I looked over that. It almost it, it almost made mine, but it got beat by Carnosaur. <laughs> Fire in the Yo, sky was so good. It was. Yeah. It really is. Yeah, when, when he comes in that guy's eye, that was so hot. Oh, I loved it, dude. <laughs> yeah, that movie is legit creepy, though. That's... That's another one where I saw it on TV, and much like uh, The Good Son, and like Jerry said, too, fucked me up as a kid, man. That, whoa, that fucking scene, dude, holy shit, man. Uh, that end scene when he, you know, when he gets fucking taken up, obviously, by the alien. Um, really creepy, dude, and I don't think, uh, like, okay, would you guys say that aliens have been done that creep, creepily, creepy um, since then? Right? From a sta- from a standpoint of getting away from the extreme sci-fi horror like Alien and stuff like that and getting into yeah. right. something as close to reality, no, I don't. Right. That movie, it, it, see, but for me, it's deeper than that because I watched the documentary on okay. on the guy on the guy that I supposedly was the abduct was been had been abducted from that story. Yep. And dude, you watch that shit, and it, it, I guarantee you. Once you get done with the movie and the documentary, you will solely believe that there are aliens and that guy really got probed. That's yeah, right, dude. because that was the big selling point for that movie. It was a true story, right? That's when yeah, like right. it, people actually believed it because, uh, what, like two years Boy Witch came out, right? Um, mm-hmm. That's that's when people really believed that shit. So that's crazy that that's really a true story. No shit. Yeah, and Kenneth and I, we have a big thing about when we watch movies. We, we really like to put ourselves in that position of, <laughs> of like the main character that to- but the like, anal probing, Jerry? Yeah, we, we tested it out and everything. Uh, <laughs> but we put ourselves in that position because sometimes a movie can be way better, way creepier when you really think about what if you were right. in that that position? What if you were being taken by aliens like, and you were in this sack-like thing and you crawled out and you're in a weird fucking alien shit? It's, yeah. it's really creepy. It's one of the, like, uh, one of the reasons like Kenneth likes open water even though that movie sucks. <laughs> oh, I like open water, but yeah, I. I wow, the first half is a weird Brazilian porno, right? And then, like, then it's. What's wrong uh, with interjecting yourself into that? Yeah, really. Because I'm not interjecting myself into a Brazilian woman. I would love to. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you're a loser, Jerry. <laughs> hey, listen, open. For what it is, dude, that ending is fucking pretty badass, dude. And then they did the second one, and then they survived. It's like, well, what the... Uh, eh. The second one had no point to it. But right. Jerry's right. We try to, when, when we watch movies, man, we try to make it as as visceral as possible. As much as you can mentally engulf yourself into that movie. And, and that's the reason. And then on top of that, knowing that that movie... You know, it's based off of true events, quote unquote. God, right. I mean, it's fucking amazing. Fire in the Sky was awesome. Yeah, I agree. I like, I like how Kenneth just took everything I said, but just said it way smarter. This is why <laughs> he's the he's the Jamie of our show. Uh, <laughs> nice. Well, the other the final movie to come out that year was Psycho Cop Two, and uh, that is obviously there must be a ripoff of maniac cop I, if anybody knows the psycho cop movies please tell me if that's a ripoff. oh no it's uh it's 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 uh norman bates as he redoes his life as a police officer it's really good <laughs> he, he he gets out of the institution and they they give him a job as a police officer yeah they're like we heard you on that radio show man you should really come help protect our streets from from mothers and prostitutes <laughs> they give him a badge off at the do for reporting 
yeah, off of the duty. Reporting for duty. Uh, 1994, guys. Uh, favorite top two horror movies of 1994, Kenneth. All right, this year was actually kind of difficult because there's a lot to choose from, in my opinion. But uh, Brain Scan has to be my top. Yes, Ooh. sir. I love the, Brain Scan. The Edward best furlong. furlong. It's not Shake, Rattle, and Roll Five. No, not at all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But Brain Scan was great, man. I mean, you know, I liked uh, it. Was a, it was a, it was a metal movie. I really enjoyed that. That that appealed to me because I'm a metalhead. So it was a metal movie. The whole of uh, the whole premise behind it, you know, it was like the beginning of you know video games and you know horror together and what it can do to fuck you up and shit like that. You know, it was just really good. I enjoyed it, and then I thought it was probably next to T2, and Jerry would disagree with me with that. But I think it's Edward Furlong's best movie next to T2. Really. Wow. Yeah, you can't stand on the grounds that braid scan pisses on. Uh, and then uh, my second was uh, <laughs> in the mouth of madness. Oh, they're gonna say in the mouth of Jerry. In the mouth of Jerry <laughs> Herring. We just uh, discovered was, our next porno. That was just a red herring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how, how ironic is it that Jerry is red haired? His, his last name is Herring. It's well, I only have red hair in my beard. That's it. Oh, okay. So you're not a true red herring. I'm actually naturally blonde. Are you really? <laughs> yeah, my eyebrows are like white. You can't, you can barely see them. The yeah, that explains so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. It really does. It really does. <laughs> oh, so your runner-up was what? In the Mouth of Madness. That was a great film. I mean, one of my favorite parts of In the Mouth of Madness is where he like discovers that the different covers from the books is like a map to uh, you know to go into the to the gates to where the end begins i thought that was really really cool mm-hmm. so i mean the whole thing i mean it, to me it was like a uh it was it was kind of like a detective story that just ends very badly right right and, and so i really enjoyed it oh yeah wow nice nice picks dan motherfucker chase 1994 well speaking of of Edward Furlong, uh, not Edward Furlong though. Uh, the Crow, man, the fucking Crow. Remember, he was the Crow in like number four, dude. Yeah, four. I don't yeah. even want to acknowledge that that movie exists. Oh, dude, it was so great. Oh, it was fucking horrible. I saw it on Sci-Fi one day, dude. The all the fucking weed in the world, dude, couldn't even make that movie like funny or enjoyable on any level, dude. Like I tried, I was, and this was like during the peak of uh of us ragging on Furlong because I think we were talking about Monica. Yeah, that's what I watched. I watched it three times that year just to try to get into it. I just couldn't do it. I'm done, man. Yeah, exactly, dude. I, I tried as well, and I just yeah, like I said, couldn't do it. But yeah, no, obviously the crow. Uh, that was a, that was a big story. That was one of the first like movie related stories I remember hearing. You know obviously with the whole gun situation and Brandon Lee. So, and then obviously him being the son of Bruce Lee, which was obviously a story in itself. But, um, but that was kind of like, you know, I was like intrigued by it um, just by that. And then I think it's a great movie. It's fucking dark as fuck. It's very sad, but uh, it's so nineties, man. Holy shit. Yeah, it really, it screams nineties. Yeah. Like, yeah, that whole crew dude, like with their fucking trench coats and shit. It's fucking, dude, what about the main guy, dude? Jeffrey rush killing it. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah he's good. I got a question and Alex, I got to ask you this since you're the expert. Uh, would Michael J love crow four? Uh, he'd give it a 10 out of 10. It's, yeah, no, it, it, it doesn't matter. He was in Pet Cemetery too. It's a 10 out of 10. Right. 
how we rate things here. When it really comes down to it, The Crow is probably one of my favorite movies of all time. But I have been into debate, I think, with Jerry and other people about whether it's a horror movie or not. Okay. And so that was the reason why I didn't choose it for this, because to me, in my eyes, it's more of an action movie to me. But, you know, that, that's pretty much as far as I can say, because if I really got into it, I could sit here and I would be willing to bet that me and Dan could talk the rest of the time of this podcast just about well, that movie. It's simple, Kenneth. Uh, goth makeup equals fucking greatness. You know, that, that, <laughs> it's, it's a horror movie. He wears goth makeup. That's what it's I actually Trent have Stone? every one of the comic books and I have met James O'Barr. Oh, really? Oh, no. Yeah. Wow. I'm a huge Crow fan. And plus, we're really big WCW Sting fans, so we love this movie. <laughs> that shit pissed me off. And then, uh, if you and Jerry can remember in my apartment that I used to have, I used to have actually, I think it was either two or three Crow posters up on the wall in the midst of all the other ones that were up there. So I was a huge, yeah, it was was a huge fan. You, you see a big Crow poster, and then right next to it, you see a Tupac poster. <laughs> yeah, I love Tupac. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I shanked a pink ass. <laughs> no, but, you know what's weird though um growing up my my older brother had that same crow poster that's the the black one it's fucking awesome man yep do you have any younger siblings dan i do not sir i, I figured as much why is that oh wait why, why is it there... why because his mother stopped you looking to make fun of me all fucking show jerry well it, it kept going downhill. She figured a third one would probably just come out. Oh, yeah, she knew better. She yeah, <laughs> had the abortion and she couldn't get it. And she's like, never again. Anyways. Honey, let's have another kid. She's like, have you seen our last one? <laughs> <laughs> we can't have another kid. It'll come hey, out even worse. What? That's fucked up. What did I ever do to you, bro? It's fucked you up. You fucking breathe in my direction. <laughs> Touche. I'll, g- I'll give you that. Um, so yeah, speaking of nightmares, uh, fucking new nightmare, dude. Yeah. Oh, are you serious? I thought you hated that movie. What? We're not talking about Freddy's dead, bro. (laughs) I wish Freddy was dead. No, wait, was the, does anybody else have this on their fucking list? No. Fuck no. I've got it. I've got it as one of my honorable mentions. Dude, wait a minute. You said fuck no. Why? You don't like that movie? No, I don't like any Nightmare on Elm Street movie. They all suck. Oh, yeah, we already <laughs> talked about this. Uh, I thought that was kind of though. Um, dude, really? Okay, but okay. So out of all of them, it, does this one rank at least in the top fucking three? Uh, for, for me, it does. See, I, I would. I'd probably have to say my favorites of the Nightmare movies was probably the one, three, and New Nightmare. Those are probably my three favorites. And the biggest thing that I liked about part two, even though I don't think part two is as much of a shitty movie as everybody thinks it is, uh, my favorite thing about part two is I think Freddy Krueger looked the creepiest in part two. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he did. Yep. I think he looked the sexiest when he was of in that dude. Of course you would say that. Well, yeah, when he, he was in that, that, he was in that dude. It was really sexy. That's <laughs> true. Dan, I liked this movie until we did a review on it. And when I looked too deep into it, it was just like, I don't know, man. You know how it is. Like, you like something that all of a sudden, just like, remember what happened to us when we reviewed Pet Cemetery and we saw how fucked up it really is? Or Psycho yes. 4. That's the reason why it sucks listening to the Skeleton Crew sometimes, because my opinions on certain <laughs> movies have changed based on y'all's episodes. Nice. I, uh, dude, I don't know how it happens, man. Like, sometimes we'll just look, we'll see something in our reviewing eyes that we just, 
Jesus never saw before. And it, it like fucking kills some things, man. Yeah, I killed Psycho Four, I killed Pet Cemetery. Uh, but I still mm-hmm. like Pet Cemetery, but I don't like Psycho Four anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's happened sometimes. But yeah, it happened, dude, with this movie too. This new nightmare. Like it I guess when you watch it and just kick back and have a good time, yeah, it's probably yeah. good. But if you look into mm-hmm. it, oh shit, man. Well, and it was uh, Craven's, I would say, right? Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but his first attempt at the whole fucking meta thing, right? Right before Scream, obviously. So, and, and I enjoyed it, though. I See, here's the thing. I always liked that shit, though. Like, I always like, you know, how it started, you know? Like, oh, no, we're just in a movie, you know? Kind of like Scream thing or whatever. But, like, yeah. um, it, I don't know. I just, I think the concept alone is fucking great. And do I think it's the greatest movie? No. I mean, we're, we're picking best horror movies. I, I'd pick a million movies fucking from this year, probably. Probably over this one, but in terms of horror movies and in terms of this year, yeah, this is it. I, like I said, I don't think it's a great movie, but like, like you said, dude, when you kick back and watch this, like it's it's on um, it's on a lot uh, around Halloween time on on TV. Uh, I noticed. So, and I always watch it and I always dig it, but yeah, it's not like a fucking crazy good film. But I did like the concept. Yeah, yeah, I, I, it's a good pick. It's just that if you look way too into it, you're gonna might change your mind. Yeah, I'm not that smart, bro. Dude, I look. If you look into anything I picked so far, you change your mind. <laughs> yeah, like his choice in, in co-host with Dan. <laughs> oh, wow! Stings, Jerry. Fucking stings. Actually, Dan is the best decision I ever made in my life. Thank you. Oh, motherfucker! Yes, yeah, suck it, Jerry. Right, hold on, let me hold on, hold on, let, let me let me let me message Tiffany that real quick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Tiffany's down. She's she, she's the she's the runner up. I'm telling her right motorcycle now, is not home. the best decision you ever made. Oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> Don't forget about the bike, man. Did this show just become things Alex rides? <laughs> <laughs> I said I'm telling Tiffany right now to sleep on whatever side of the bed she wants. She won't need sleeping pills to go to sleep anymore. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! All right, if you Jerry. don't get that joke, Married with Children podcast. Uh, okay, Jerry, since you decided to, to chime in here, why don't you tell us, uh, why not you, why don't you be constructive? Motherfucker, yeah. Okay, uh, Brain Scan. Ooh, Brain Scan, uh, is that Eddie Furlong? Yes, it's his best movie. I feel uh, like we just talked about this. I had never seen the movie until Kenneth said, hey, I really want us to do Brain Scan for the podcast. Now, at the time, I was severely sick and on a lot of medication. And uh, I watched it and we recorded the episode and I coughed throughout the whole thing and ruined our entire episode. But I also <laughs> yeah. was so You loopy. ruin every episode. I was so loopy from drugs. I had a whole spiel about how uh, the brain scan universe takes place in the same universe as Phantasm. And this was just another way for uh, the tall man to fuck with people. <laughs> For fun when he gets bored, like he admits to doing in in later movies. Oh, dude, it was oh. great. And, like <laughs> it made no sense whatsoever. But I was just like I had taken so much Nyquil for the past couple of days. I was just so loopy throughout that whole episode. You're not on medication. You're not on Nyquil, and you're not coughing. So, what's your excuse for ruining this episode? Oh, uh, damn. Oh. Burn, bitch. Burn, <laughs> motherfucker. Burn. Well, okay, it's two reasons. One, despite Dan, and two, something involves me and it doesn't end in disappointment. Then did you really get the real me? <laughs> I know, yeah, right? But that's like, very like, true. 
Dan calls me a poser, but Dan, do I ever promise you anything but disappointment? You know what, Jerry? You're right. You do set the bar pretty low. I set the bar so low <laughs> that I don't have a joke for that. Atta <laughs> boy. Uh, Dynamite drop in, Monty. Good to see the broadcasting school's paying off. He likes to keep his standards low. This way he's never disappointed. <laughs> I am the disappointment. mean <laughs> mouthwash after this show. Uh, my runner-up is Phantasm 3, which I think is the second best Phantasm movie. Insert crickets. No, that one's in my honorable mentions, too. But yeah, Phantasm 3 was a lot of fun. Uh, the black chick was badass. Uh, Reggie is a good time. They bring back the original kid. It's uh, Phantasm Three, I think, is is the second best out of the series. So I chose Phantasm Three. Nice. All right. Uh, my picks for 1994 are The Crow. Nice. I love The Crow, man. I knew uh, you were gonna I've, pick that. Oh yeah, dude. I've seen that movie like 30 times minimally. Mm-hmm. Uh, just great. Uh, great tone so 90s and we've talked about i love every single character even the guy we didn't mention the one guy oh by the way the guy who killed uh brandon lee died like last year or the year before oh really and that is the guy who is he um i think he's the one who was banging he was the dude that was in the bed and and uh and uh was banging the chick that worked at the bar the girl's mom yeah. Yeah, that was the one that shot him. And the way that happened, guys, if you don't know, the uh, the bullet got, like, uh, caught somewhere and it sort of, like, propelled out. It's supposed to be a blank, but the, the metal itself just, like, flew at him or something like that. That's crazy. Yeah. So, he was, uh, the guy never recovered from that, actually. Fuck you, bird dick! <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, the next one, which nobody will ever say, but I... Francis Four. Leprechaun 3. Wait, what are we picking? <laughs> uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 4, The Next Generation. I no. Mean, oh. Hold up, hold up, hold up. I'm a big Ethan Embryo fan. I'm sorry. He's in that? Yeah. He played Matthew McConaughey's jawline. <laughs> <laughs> he, he got paid for DM. Oh, man. Uh, no, I'm totally kidding. Uh, it's Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Uh, I know that you that guys... That was my third runner-up, dude. Yes! That movie is so good. I Frank actually King. expected Kenneth to pick The Crow and Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Yeah. Yeah, Kenneth Branagh was awesome in that. Yeah, Robert De Niro is pretty good, too. He's no Karloff, but it's just a really good movie, and it gets so fucking dark and creepy. Like, the whole third act is insanely dark mm. and it's really like man it, it like every time i watch it just like floors me uh is it as dark as uh alien vs predator or requiem <laughs> no that, that's dark in a different way <laughs> this is so dark and uh cool and the way they even like made frankenstein like the way they made the monster was so elaborate and so thought out and it's like yeah, if you're going to do a remake, guys, that's how you do it. You don't just put them on a fucking table again and send them up to the roof. Like, right. you got to do something different. And, and they did, man. And it just was so cool. It's so thought out. Even to the point where they, they – dude, they put the fucking Frankenstein body in uh, – in, Oh, the uh, the the the, uh, the, embalming. the placenta the placenta fluid. Yeah, placenta fluid. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> there's a fucking scene where they're sliding all over the floor, dude. It's so funny. Oh. Well, my favorite my favorite thing about that movie is how how deep Kenneth Branagh got into the Victor Frankenstein character. That 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 to me is what is what made that movie because it's that whole downward spiral that he went as he was getting deeper and deeper into his obsession with it, right. which I thought was I thought was amazing. Mm-hmm. Did he get deep in the placenta also? Yeah, <laughs> all yeah. up in there, like all up sliding all over the floor in his leather pants. Oh, oh, oh. Dude, this is I don't like I don't, I hate that. Hey hey Dan, do you think that they uh, use the placenta juice like sriracha? But you should have seen him sliding on the floor with a nude man in placenta fluid. It was really hot. I literally yeah. gagged. Stop it right now. Let's move on. 1995 or whatever. Yeah, so that's Jeez. 94. Guys, uh, the other movies that came out in 1994, if you want to know what was going around during that time, was Wolf. That's sort of like a Wolfman remake, but not really. It's Jack Nicholson, James Spader, and Michelle Pfeiffer. Really we, didn't have enough, we didn't have enough romance in the first Wolfman. Let's really kick that up. <laughs> the Joker and Catwoman. I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. I like it. Wolf was good. And you got Leprechaun 2. Oh, Jesus Christ. You got The Stand from Stephen King. Interview with the Vampire. Which I thought somebody would pick. Uh, I thought Jerry would pick that. No. I. You seem like you're into that shit. No, I you really, more than I likely don't. would have got interviewed with vampire out of me more than yeah. anybody else. Okay. I don't like vampires that much, um, unless it's about like hardcore killing them, like Castlevania. Um, although, but I do love Christian Slater, especially in the nineties. I'm I mean, all you. One of my favorite huge Anne Rice fans, so. Right? Is an interview um, Brad Pitt and Tom Cruise? Yeah. Why are you saying Christian Slater? Is he in it too? Christian Slater yeah, is the, the guy who interviews him. Oh, he, he was, was he also shit. Yeah. Yeah. He was also. I thought you were making a joke, right? <laughs> Which he was also in. Uh, what was it? Uh, Prince of Thieves. He was fucking yeah. great in no, that. No, no joke. If you've never seen Christian Slater, it's not a horror movie, but his movie yeah. Pump Up the Volume. Oh yeah, like that movie is fantastic, especially like for people like us who do podcasting. <laughs> it's literally it, like what it was we good. Do. I agree. Christian Slater is the shit, dude. Um, and then that was also Kirsten Dunst's really big debut of her well, into her career. Kind of, yeah, and see, that's the thing. Okay, so say what you want about Brad Pitt. I think he's kind of, you know, um, done his thing or whatever. St- still to this day, though, people rag on Tom Cruise. I love Tom Cruise in this fucking role, dude. Like he, I thought he was perfect. He was that. good, right? Like probably one of my favorites, actually. Yeah, um, like well, have you read any of the books, though? I don't read, bro, no. Uh, that's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> but you just uh, read the label in the prescription bottle. Not only well, well, that. To make sure we're doing the right shit. Oh no, you're right. <laughs> in the in the books, in the books, Lestat is an arrogant asshole, and Tom Cruise was perfect for being an arrogant asshole. True, <laughs> you know. I mean, and that's what made him good in the role. I think uh, I think they should have just left Queen of the Damned alone, the movie that was supposed to be the sequel to it, because it was fucking terrible. But uh, but the soundtrack was good. Yeah, that was the best thing about the movie. Jonathan but, Davis, uh, bitch. We're cold. We're so cold. It was difficult are... for me not to pick Interview the Vampire for this year, but, uh, you know, I had my other two that were my favorites. But I think Tom Cruise was great, and I like, I like Brad how, Pitt anyway. I like how Alex, the first song he starts singing is the one with the dead lead singer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, man. Uh, that's how I roll. That's how I shake, rattle, and roll part five. 
did anybody actually <laughs> believe that that voice was coming out of that dude, like Jonathan Davis's voice? That was the funniest I, thing I've ever seen. I think they should have stuck with uh, Chester Bennington and used yep. his voice instead yep. of Jonathan Davis because, no, Chester Bennington's voice worked so much better for Agreed. his song on the soundtrack. Yep. But uh, it is one of those movies that has, like, a better soundtrack than the movie. Than the movie, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. there's only a couple that have done that. The other one, like... The movie was good, but the soundtrack is almost a little better. Mortal Kombat. <coughs> Dude, you know they're remaking that shit? Oh, goody. Thank God. I can't mm-hmm. wait. I can't wait to see that fuck up. <laughs> but uh, the main reason why I hated Coin of the Damned is it strayed. It, it's not one of those that strayed a little bit away from the book. You know, just a little bit like it or any of yeah. those others. No, 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 no. This one strayed so far away from the storyline that it might as well have been something different, and it should have had different character names. Oh, so it's The Shining. Yeah, yeah kind of like that, yeah. Whoa, look at you guys taking... Oh, shit. Deep cuts. Yeah. Right? All right, Texas Chainsaw 4. That actually did come out this year. Ghoulies 4 came out. Serial Mom. We can't forget Serial Mom. <laughs> like I said four or five times, Shake, Rattle, and Roll Part 5. <laughs> wow. How many movies are in that series? Seriously. I think, I hope they stopped at five. I've never even heard of it before you just fucking spoke it on the show. I, I know, up. we have to watch it now. Well, guys, we are at the halfway mark. We went through 1990, 91, 92, 93, and 94. Obviously, we have five, six, seven, eight, and nine left. So let's take a little break. So we will be right back after this. <laughs> <laughs> from the break we are fully refreshed our bowels have been dropped and it is ninth. <laughs> dude you ain't kidding dude i was fucking drinking coronas and fireball all last night dude shit just went down uh, that i think that's why my stomach is upside down i had like i think t- uh t- what, no 10 shots of my oh my new favorite thing in the world is just so everybody knows, it's very important that you all get in. Yeah, this is big. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, bird dog whiskey, guys. Yeah, because you ragged on me for drinking Fireball. You are like, you peasant. <laughs> guys, if you like Fireball, drink bird dog hot cinnamon whiskey, you will never, ever, ever go back to Fireball. You'll be like, okay, I'm done. Mm-hmm. And it's cheap. It's not like Jack Daniels, Tennessee Fire, that cinnamon whiskey. That's real expensive. It's like freaking $55 for the 1.75 thing. <laughs> of course, you would get the biggest one out. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't want to keep going back to the store, man. It's a waste of a lot of gas doing that. Oh, cool. So I have to get the big bottles. 
Uh, but uh, yeah, just switch over to Bird Dog, guys. That's all I'm gonna say. It's uh, it'll save your life. <laughs> yeah, fuck Fireball. 1995, guys. Let's get into this. Let's mix it up a little bit and start off with Jerry the Red Herring. What are your top <laughs> two? <laughs> okay. Okay. So let me finish before you start going. What the fuck? Oh Jesus! Here we go. What the fuck? Fuck <laughs> Jerry. Oh, I'm glad you had a lot of patience, Kenneth. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> kind of my, uh, my, from the my pick is Godzilla versus Destroyer. Now, oh, of course it is. I I know what you're thinking, Jerry. That's a fucking Godzilla movie, and it's not horror. Well, I agree. Most Godzilla movies are not horror, but there are a select few that I believe fall clearly in the horror element, and it's when they actually deal with the human death and actually show that element instead of just buildings getting knocked over when it, they actually show humans dying. And Godzilla vs. Destroya is one like that where not only do you have humans dying, but you have it's it's a direct sequel to the first movie. It even talks, they, the Destroyer is created from the Oxygen, uh, oxygen Destroyer. The Oxycon? And, yeah, the Oxycon <laughs> Destroyer. Uh <laughs> And you also have Godzilla being a fucking walking nuclear bomb that is about to have a meltdown. Really? The entire movie. Dude, the entire movie, his chest is like glowing red and steam's coming out of him. I think that's he's, happening to you right now, bro. Calm he's down. Literally <laughs> about to have. This is why I can't talk about Godzilla. He's about to have a nuclear fucking meltdown the entire movie. And then at the end, he actually fucking dies. Like, Wait, not just up? loses. Uh, no, they actually uh, freeze him. <laughs> so stupid. Shut the fuck up, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they freeze him while he's having a nuclear meltdown, and then his his son, Godzilla Jr., uh, actually <laughs> uh, defeats oh Destroya, and it's wonderful. That and, sounds uh, terrible. Jerry. <laughs> Fuck all Never of just you. Listen to yourself talk, dude. Uh, my runner-up is Carnosaur 2. Uh, because it is like... It's almost like a spoof of... I like Godzilla movies, but you're not helping your case here, dude. Uh, <laughs> I like Carnosaur 2 as my runner-up because it's like a spoof of an action movie and all the characters are so fucking ridiculous and it had like... It's like alien... It's like aliens... Except shitty, which is shitty because I think Aliens is shitty. That might be the smartest. Wait, what? <laughs> Aliens sucks. That fucking movie's terrible. Um, part two was a shit, right? No, part two is terrible. The first movie is amazing. Aliens oh, with an S oh, is bad. terrible. How dare I? <laughs> yeah, Dan. <laughs> Jesus. Everyone's going to be like, 95 is the worst. I fucking hate Jerry. Uh, but no, Mars or two is, is, is just so much fun. All this characters are just so fucking stupid and it's the whole uh we got tricked into walking into a situation that they didn't tell us all the information about and now there's fucking raptors you know like normal fucking tuesday Dude, you just uh, take any movie and then you just add, add on raptors you're like and with raptors <laughs> yeah dude name one movie that is not made better with raptors uh you can silence silence of the lambs <laughs> with raptors <laughs> Not lambs, but raptors. Yeah, Silence of the Raptors. Tell me, Clarice, do they still scream? Do they still a clever girl? The raptors in Jurassic Park were fucking scary, though. 
Sorry. And uh, yeah, so Carnosaur Two is is a movie that you just get fucked up and watch it. It's so much fun. I'm so glad you're taking this seriously, Jerry. All right, so let's get to Dan <laughs> Chase's pick. 1995, Dan. What are your top two it's favorite cer- horror movies? It certainly isn't that. I'll tell you that much. Um, <laughs> uh, second movie. Actually, I want to double check on something. I believe, yes, the second uh, movie on this list directed by David Fincher. Fucking Seven, bro. Are you kidding me? I knew you were going to pick Seven. I know you so good, man. I love that movie. That shit is so good. And going back to what we said, though, about uh, police procedural movies, like, they focused in on it, added it in the story, obviously, in a fucking epic way at the end. And, dude, I mean, I think it's one of Brad Pitt's best roles by far. Morgan Freeman always kills it. Like, he's, I mean, he's the best. And then, um, obviously, with fucking Kevin Spacey. You see at the end, dude. Uh, yeah, man. I don't think it gets any better than that. And one of my favorite David Fincher movies, but that that's kind of hard because there's so many of them. So, yeah. That's it's my definitely my, my favorite of his. It's also my favorite movie from the Saul franchise. Shut <laughs> <laughs> <Stop>, up, dick. <laughs> um, what is your second runner-up, Dan? My second one, my second movie is quite a step down from uh, – from from good old David Fincher, and that's uh, and I'm gonna get so much shit for this, dude. Halloween. I just said Carnosaur Two. How are you gonna catch shit for saying anything after that? I, that's true. Halloween Six does get a lot of hate, though. I like that movie. I don't love wow. it. Wow. Really like it though. Look at you, man. Yep. And I'll stand by it. I don't watch it fucking religiously every day. I'm not a fan. Do you know why we celebrate Halloween, Danny? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I, I, I take it back. You should have chose Carnosaur too. Right. I, uh, may, so, some would probably say that. Uh, I dig that movie, though, man. That was one of my early uh, Halloween intros, you know, to the, to the whole fucking thing there. Uh, I believe – I want to say – I don't know. It's probably like the second Halloween movie I ever saw besides the first one. Um, I dig it. It's not the greatest movie in the world. It could have been a lot better. Sir, I give it a 10 out of 10. Halloween 6 is the 10 best. 10 out of 10. Uh, um, I remember yeah, I, so- I walked to the video store, and the guy, and I told him, give it a good home, because now I'm upgrading to DVD. <laughs> I kept renting it. Sir, we can't take this tape. It has dick holes in it. <laughs> I'm sorry, sir, we don't accept dick holes. So, I, I, I came home after school, and I put it on again. I jacked off to Paul Rudd. <laughs> I... I fed it carrots. I, I, I woke up to piss and I put it on again. <laughs> it's the stupidest thing. Oh, no, not you. I mean, this guy. Uh, right. Yeah. Okay, good picks. Does anybody else pick that movie, though, or no? Or is it just. Oh, I love Halloween 6. Uh, I'll watch it for Paul Rudd. I'll watch it for uh, Barry Sims. Barry Sims. No, but we talked about this before. I've said it once. Yeah, uh, I like everything except for the Thorn aspect. If you cut that completely out of the movie, I think it's a very solid film. And it's Donald Pleasant's last movie, man. I mean, it's it's yeah, it's definitely no, no, no. Right. <laughs> uh, okay, Kenneth, what are your top two favorite horror movies in 1995? My number one, Lord of Illusions. Oh, oh, who's Lo- that by? Uh, let's see, Clive Barker. Yeah, <laughs> Lord of Illusions I thought was great. It's another one of those that 
that's, um, you know, another parent. Me and my dad watched that a lot because uh, my dad was a magician. So uh, it kind of hit home with him a little bit more because the majority of the movie is about magic. Your and dad's then, a magician? Uh, yeah, he made Jerry's talent disappear. <laughs> His dad actually straight up has like had like these old ass books that had locks on them. Really? Yeah, magic magic books, yeah. Leather bound locks on them the whole night. My dad was amazing. Dude. Yeah, he taught me how to make hamburger helper. <laughs> was it the <laughs> did, did he was it the Necronomicon, dude? That's crazy. That's no, the, na- the the name of the book is called The World's Greatest Magical Secrets. And uh yeah, leather bound locked and now that he's no longer with us, I have it. So Oh nice. Kenneth, can I say something too? You you uh, we were talking about reading earlier. The only book I've ever really read is uh Book of Blood. Clive Barker. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love him. To be and fair, then, and thought it was a, a book about women bleeding. <laughs> I was, I was. Like, God, I hate that. Uh, yeah. Why you have to jerk off for five days a month? <laughs> it just doesn't add up. Oh my god. And then my number, my number two. What's your number two? Seven. Yeah. See what I'm saying? You also pick Sven. Yeah, also pick Sven. Yeah, lucky number eleven. Eleven, <laughs> dude. Remember that movie? That movie was uh, horrible. I and I, I really don't think that Seven really, really needs any explanation. If you haven't seen it, watch it. And if you have seen it, you know how fucking awesome it is. I I really wanted to choose Seven because it is like the I think it's the best movie from that year. Period. Right. But it's one of those times where I'm like, everyone's gonna choose this, so let I'm me go say. with my person like because my personal favorites are those two. But I knew y'all would represent it well. Okay, go ahead. What do you got? Uh, yeah, this is not a good year. Uh, you look around, it's like, what the fuck? And, yeah. uh, so there's not much to pick from. So, guys, my picks are a little bizarre. But, uh, I'm gonna bypass Halloween 6, because Dan already said it and stuff. And it's so, you know, um, <clears throat> but that is there. But I'm gonna go with the uh, two other ones instead, just to mix this up a little bit. So, Believe it or not, it's Leprechaun 3, lads. Dude, Leprechaun 3, and Jason Lloyd told me about how good it is. I just didn't believe him. Oh, and that's saying a lot. <laughs> when the movie started, I was like, this isn't the one, right? And uh, no, man, it actually becomes a very entertaining movie. I, I talked about it on our last show, so I'm not going to really waste more time on that. But no, Leprechaun 3 is good, guys. Check that out. That's uh, the Las Vegas one, right? Yeah, it's funny. It's like, it's such a so bad it's good movie. Like, it literally is one of those. That's the Elvis Presley one, right? Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, for a second. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, when it really comes down to it, I really can't say a whole lot of negative stuff about the first three Leprechaun movies. They're not my favorite movies in the world, but I don't hate them either. They're fun to watch. Leprechaun in the Hood and Leprechaun Back to the Hood are the two best Leprechaun movies. <laughs> I agree. I don't care what anyone said. The said. first three because I hated the rest of them. How do you hate Leprechaun in the Hood? Because Tales from the Hood was better. I I just finished Leprechaun in the Hood like two days ago, and I didn't like it that much. And it was a solid like they really tried. They wrote a lot of like you know, <laughs> whatever. But oh, that's cute. You tried. Yeah, at least you tried. The Tales from the Hood was better. Okay, I can't wait to see that. Well, I mean, it's not as good as, like, the hip-hop witch, but, I mean, come on. It's, is this as good as 8 Mile? 
My motto, fuck motto. I'll get the seven digits from Jerry's mother from a dollar tomorrow. Hey, you better <laughs> calm down over there, sir. <laughs> what of a carnival. My second runner-up is Night of the Scarecrow. <laughs> what? You know, that thought... was actually a decent movie, too. That wasn't a bad movie, either. No? Never seen it. Just check it out when you get around to it. It's, it's not hard to be a be be the best of the Scarecrow movies. There's like four of them, <laughs> three of them suck. Uh, yeah. So, so guys, what, what else was going on in 1995? You got a vampire in Brooklyn, believe it or not. You got Demon Knight. Demon Knight was cool. Yeah. I like that. Demon Knight was good. Man, I thought I like Vampire Brooklyn. Yeah. <laughs> I never saw it. It's good, man. Wes Craven, it's bro. Good. Wes Craven and fucking uh, uh, Eddie Murphy. Murphy. Eddie Murphy, dude. Yeah. yeah, dude, it's funny. It's good. It's no Dracula dead and loving it. <laughs> dead and loving it. Is it like a? Is it like another version of Blackula or something? It's a little more refined than that. Not by much, uh, but a little bit. One of the other movies is Species, with where Nika- Natasha Hemstridge gets naked a whole bunch of times. So many of us fucking jerked off to that, dude. I was, I was just saying, say, did anyone else have the most yep. awkward boner throughout that movie? <laughs> I still do. I didn't realize there was anything else in that movie other than her naked. <laughs> do you want to talk about awkward? You know what? My dad took me to see that, and I was 14. Yes! It was so awkward. It was just the two of us, and I just kept looking to the side with just my eyes and not turning my head to see, like, during that those awkward moments. <laughs> I had to look over to the side and make sure make sure my dad doesn't have a hard on. <laughs> exactly. While I'm dude. steadily holding the popcorn over my uh. <laughs> Hey, if you think that's awkward, I went to the movies to see the Rob Zombie Halloween remake mm-hmm. with Kenneth's parents and Kenneth didn't come. Why? You didn't jerk him off good enough? His parents are divorced and I sat between them. Yeah, as in I wasn't there. Not that I didn't come, but as in I wasn't there. Yeah, he literally oh, like he I just I just went with them to go see it. They're like, yeah, he hey, we're gonna go see, to go see it. it. And I was like, oh shit, can I come? They paid for me. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, oh my god. Uh, Tales from the Hood came out then. Ice Cream Man, uh, and that's about it as notable. Uh, hey, the Prophecy came out that year. Fuck you. Yep, the Prophecy good. was good. Hey, listen, you guys could throw out movies. This is the prophecy. What you know about that, Jerry? What you know about metal? You don't know shit about metal, do you? I, I don't listen to metal. I listen to hardcore. Exactly. Post hardcore. I listen to pre hardcore. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's pre hardcore before post hardcore was pre hardcore. Listen to him go. <laughs> what a nerd. Uh, okay, guys, now, in the 90s, horror took a turn. Um,. You know, the 80s had that golden era where it was all about the slasher. Most slashers in the 80s were not good. Sorry, guys. Even if you're into it, I appreciate that you like it, but you have to admit that these are not quality movies. You just like them because that's what you're into. So that happened, and that died down real quick. Horror turned to comedy pretty quickly, and then it was like the spoof thing, like the blend of horror and comedy. Then, in the 90s, it went to thrillers, like we mentioned, you know, Science of the Lambs and all that kind of stuff, and uh, whatever else we mentioned that is like that. Uh, they try to do some remakes of the old stuff, like Dracula, Frankenstein, things like that. 
horror really didn't know where it was going or couldn't find its footing. A lot of sequels were popping up, tons of part fours at this point. And it took a quick left turn to fucking 261 Turner Lane, bitch. Yeah. Meta. By, you got, now we're at Halloween 6 and shit, you know, like what I'm saying, so... Uh, and Leprechaun 3, and that's where we're at. So then, like Dan said, it took a left turn. And I'm not going to say that that era died. Believe it or not, that still continued on some level. But now, uh, a guy named Wes Craven turned it all around. He tried to do this in 1994. It sort of took, really didn't take that much. But then in 1996... It all changed. So, Jerry, what is your top two favorite horror movies of 1996? I've been dying for this one. One. The best movie of 1996 is, without a doubt, The Frighteners. What? The Frighteners. The movie's so badass. Not only is it uh, the best Peter Jackson movie, it is also the best michael j fox movie what uh, no it what is the fuck is this shit damn shut the fuck up and sit and learn yourself Adi, this is right my now. show bitch i'm the one fucking kicking you off hey keep going keep going keep digging that fucking keep keep going even watson from horror corridor who who is one of the smartest people alive knows that the frighteners is the best movie out of 96 what was it is the, what, what? Okay, go, all right. So, uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm gonna mute my mic. I can't even deal with it. This. It was in Watson's top ten movies of all time. Of all time, okay. The Frighteners has everything: ghost, scares, Columbine references. Um, well, not well, pre-Columbine references, mass shooter references. Uh, it's hilarious. <laughs> it is. No, it is all the big things you need from the '90s, including. Mass shootings. <laughs> yes. The essentials. Plus, it's got it's got the dude from Full Metal Jacket basically being a ghost version of himself. Harley Army, yeah. It is. It is. It is great. If you, I understand if you can't choose the Frighteners because you can't comprehend the greatness that is there, and you have to go to a lesser movie. I understand, oh, and I'll oh, get and I'll, and I'll give you a pass. Um, it's got one of my favorite special effects scenes that I've ever seen. What's dude, that? Sta- dude's standing there and he's looking at somebody and he gets his head blown off and the ghost head of him is still there after oh yeah, still the, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. that was great um and then my runner-up speaking of lesser movies is okay movie some people saw it it's called scream it's it's all right all right can i go next you are next okay good jerry i was gonna fucking kill you murder you maim you decapitate you blow your head off like ken just said but <laughs> I'll give you that because first of all, you didn't completely fucking you know disregard Scream. I thought you were gonna do that, and I actually I got Alex on the button right now to fucking kick you right off this fucking. (laughs) Right here, baby. Look at my finger right above it. With that said, you pick Scream, so you're right there. I actually really like the Frighteners. Really like the Frighteners. I I think you're fucking crazy to say that it's Michael J. Fox's best movie because we don't know. Yeah, you didn't see Back to the Future Three. Oh, I don't like I don't like any of the Back to the Future movies. That's because you're that's because you hate yourself, Jerry. Listen, all right, and we're not getting Mademoiselle into hate too, by the way. Jerry. Yeah, Dan, yeah. this year you're gonna be mad at me, Dan. This year, well, oh, don't. Oh God, <laughs> I'll kill the whole fucking cast. I'll do it. Um, <laughs> yo, so all right, I'll give you that though. The Frighteners, it's a I love that movie, dude. It's really fun. Um, 
Who who directed that? That's Peter Jackson, you said? Peter Jackson. Wow. That's fucking his, awesome. His wow. best movie. I, I do like that movie, though. But, uh, okay, yeah, sorry. So, uh, obviously, you guys know what mine is, though. Um, I'm not even going to say it. It's just, it is. What oh, it yeah, is Bordello of Blood. Okay, what else? Yes, exactly. Uh, Robert Rodriguez, man, from Dust Till Dawn. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, man. Yo, when when Rodriguez came on the scene, dude, um, even though, like, today, like, yeah, like, he did the uh, the Predators movie. Where I actually really like that Predators movie. I like that movie. That was really cool. Yeah, I loved it, right? Yeah, it was a great fucking movie. I thought, I got a lot of hate, though. Whatever. Um, I think he is one of the best, dude. Now, in terms of, like, everything he does, I'm, I'm not, like, the biggest fan of, but he's just one of those that, like, he was uh, just one of those young directors, dude, with him, Tarantino, Kevin Smith, that whole fucking just wave of, of like indie filmmakers that that broke out and uh, and and this was obviously his first one. So from Dust Till Dawn, uh, rest in peace, Michael Parks, dude. Fucking his his one of his best roles is the fucking cop in the beginning, dude. Never forget that scene, and uh, and yeah. So and obviously Scream. I mean, fuck. Do I really need to elaborate on that? Well, no, no. Oh. So What's that's my again? that's my ninety. 90- Okay. The year that changed my life, dude. Saw Scream in the theaters, fucking catapulted me, dude. Fucking launched me into that shit. I was a blockbuster every fucking day after that. Just blah, blah, going through them, dude. So, yeah, you were sitting there doing gang sounds? <laughs> like, no, 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 no. He specifically just made a, uh, a blood call. I don't know how much any of you you know about gangs well i'm in three of them so go ahead tell me no 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 not white people gangs <laughs> oh okay <laughs> no not biker gangs the, 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 i'm in the uh the, 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 the not <laughs> <laughs> yes you're right i did make it signs he just threw up gang signs when he's talking about Scream. <laughs> Holy shit, man. Uh, okay, Kenneth. 1996, Kenneth. What are your two favorite horror movies? My number one is Like Dan from Dust Till Dawn. That's my number one. Um, I, I had a hard time with this year. And uh, From Dust Till Dawn is the one that won it because that was the one that I watched the most that year. Hell yeah. Yeah, you know. the first, I didn't know nothing about it. Nothing. Didn't hear about it. Didn't see a trailer, anything. Me and my dad went to Blockbuster. He picked it up. We went home with it. And uh, I was just, I was. Wait, are we talking about hookers or movies? <laughs> well, when we got, when we got home with it, man, and we, and, and, and we were watching it, it was like the beginning of it. And I was just like, eh, this is another movie where these two guys, they kidnap some folks and shit like that. Like I said, I knew nothing about it. I didn't know it was vampires or nothing. And, you know, when they got into the bar and, the, and everything hit the fan, you know, right after Summer Hikes, hot as fuck, you uh. know, <laughs> when everything hit the fan, dude, I was just like, oh my God, this is the greatest yeah. fucking thing I've ever seen. <laughs> yes. And I, I, I loved it from that point on it's an amazing movie it's and his best role i think too yeah and it's actually his first full-length feature film is it really oh yep. wow grizzly 2 grizzly 2 doesn't really count but uh return to horror hot he was oliver oh, oh how yeah, that's right get that gem yeah he was also in return to killer tomatoes i mean he was in a lot of like stuff well before this movie does he always go this far to contradict you yeah 
Always. But yeah, for, for his, <laughs> where he's the main character, that was it. Because he was in Roseanne and all kinds of other shit, too. Oh, wow. But uh, yeah, before he did this movie. But this was his main first big time, he was the main character movie. And uh, so, you know, I, I got to give it credit to that. And then my second one, my runner up, is uh, The Frighteners. And we've already oh, talked about dude, it. Kenneth! Kenneth! Yeah, I told you he was going to be pissed. Kenneth! I bet you Dan couldn't even imagine that Scream is not on everyone's list. No. No. <laughs> oh, dude, if no. like Scream barely made mine. I just I like the first half of From Dust Till Dawn more than the second half. I'm a little offended. That kind of goes with the times. Everybody's getting offended these days. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you said you're a fucking snowflake, dude. Oh my uh, god. I'm the snowflake on the show. Oh, you're the god. snowflake? Holy shit. <laughs> All right, let's move on. I'm I'm deeply offended. Dan is about to go listen to Dashboard Confessional and just cry for the rest of the day. Hands down, this was the best day I could ever imagine, Jerry. <laughs> this is getting too heated. Let me break it up and give you my pick. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, Alex, bring it home. Bring it back. God damn it. Please don't pick Screamish. <laughs> my two 1996 favorite horror movies are Thinner and Jack Frost. Yes! That was a fun run on the crew. Uh, no, uh, Thinner is fucking garbage. I, uh, my real picks is The Frighteners. Oh, is your number one? Um, that's No, number two. Mother number fucker. one, I actually, a lot of people are going to think it's weird, but I like Hellraiser Bloodline. So. Dude, stop fucking around. <laughs> See, now yeah, you're... you asshole. Woo! <laughs> No, it's Scream, Dan. Don't worry. Like, you guys are getting my blood boiling here. Like, I'm, I I legit almost just fucking had a heart attack. I'm not even kidding. You know, Scream would be a good movie if it wasn't for that forced Wes Craven cameo. Oh, that was the fucking worst thing I've ever seen on film. I agree. Janet really? dressed up as Freddy. Dude, we talked about it. That was the worst fucking remember how he's in scream 2 they did it way better they just put like a sweater on the door and it was like green right. and red or something like that was the way to reference like what the fuck was that with that janitor and scream like that literally and i said this before that is the worst thing i've ever seen on film like oh yeah plus God. i but can't no. give scream too much shit it did give us a much better movie with scary movie so oh, <laughs> how dare you <laughs> cliff o'malley my real pick is Scream and the Frighteners, guys. So let's move on to 1997. Uh, Jerry, please take this seriously. What is your two favorite horror films of 1997? My Anaconda, don't want none unless you're John Voight, hun. Oh, shit, son. I really? Don't make it. I was going to sing it. I was going to be like, my Anaconda, don't want none. But then I was like, that's terrible. Unless you're John Voight. Hun? Uh, yeah, Anaconda. Uh, Jennifer Lopez makes that movie, boy, with that when she has no eyebrows like she does. Ugh. Oh, yeah. And Ice Cube, Ice Cube was one of my favorite rappers. He was he yep. was one of the first rappers I ever listened to. America's Most Wanted was one of my first cassette tapes. I absolutely love Ice Cube. He can do no wrong. Join the party. I could provide the army. Sing it, dude. War and Peace Volume Ooh. One, the War Disc, is my. Favorite Ice Cube album of all time. Oh, Fuck so Dying good. is a banger. Oh, my yep. God. Yep. Uh, but back to the movie. I love Creature Features. 
And Anaconda was like the first time in a long time that we got a big budget creature feature movie. Hey, and, Alex, can you can you yeah. put it in ding every time Jerry says, I love creature features? <laughs> Wasn't yeah. John Voight in that? Yeah, that's why I started the joke with... Yeah, right, 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 right. Well, I don't know what you want. Yeah, no, we got it. But the thing about it is, is I missed actually part of what you said in the beginning joke because I wasn't paying that close of attention. Um, <laughs> Thanks, Dad. But it's always amazing to me that you John Boyd could have produced Dad? something that looked like Angelina Jolie. Oh, you know what, guys? I'm, I think it's very important to... Um, like when I mention all the other movies that came out during the year that we're doing... It's it gives it context and obviously the most important one to do it with I messed up and didn't do it, it was 1996 the year Scream came out <clears throat> to hear what else was going on in horror before you know it would it, it turned all around and it became the Pretty People show uh, what happened that year before everybody knew that they had to change everything uh, was uh, like we said Dust of Dawn Frighteners The Craft Thinner Witchcraft Eight and Nine. <laughs> bordello of blood and jack frost like that's what was happening uh when horror changed so just say that and the the crazy thing about that is is the craft and scream both had nev campbell in it so she was she was really working it that year yep and didn't bordello of blood have uh feldman yeah yes (laughs) did not yeah (laughs) i actually got the craft on the tv right now as we're doing this i never liked that movie never saw it so wait uh Jerry, Anaconda is your one pick. What's number two? 97. Event Horizon. Oh, nice, dude. Event Horizon is just one of those movies you watch and you're just like, God damn, that that just happened. Yep. That, yeah. that is my description of that movie. I don't know if I was on anything or something at the time, but I remember this chick showed me that movie in 2009, and I didn't like it. Were, were you on her? <laughs> I'm into this type of thing now, so maybe I'd like it more. And everybody does talk about it like it's like I know there's like some big, scary like something like I don't know horrific scene or something. I don't know. Yeah, go watch it. Yeah, rewatch it. It sucks that we'll never get a director's cut of *Event Horizon* because, from what I understand, there's like forty-five extra minutes of crazy shit for *Event Horizon*. Yep, <laughs> and we're we're never gonna see it's never. And we'll never see it. Why will you never see it? Because at that time period, the, the, when that movie came out, they didn't have everybody wanting to put special features on DVDs and shit like that. So everything just got cut, dropped to the cutting room floor like all kinds of other shit. And it now people just, it doesn't exist. Hmm. Uh, wow. That's and you would think in 97, by that time, they would have all this background, like they would keep all this background shit. And it pisses me off that they did. so by then, right? Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, Event Horizon. That's where I'm at. Good choices. Dan Chase, 1997, two favorite horror movies. So, from here on out, I'm just going to get completely ragged on. Um, I already know it, but like I said, I, I want to preface all my fucking mix with my saying this. Uh, this was the era where I really fucking got into going to the movie. I never missed a fucking horror movie in the theater. I hit them all. Um, I can't say I loved them all, but it just, it was during that wave. And uh, like I said, it was just around that time that I was really getting into horror and all that stuff. Um, and this is when they started pumping out all the slasher movies, right? I mean, like you said, with, after Scream, I mean, the Scream sequels, uh, the I Know What You Did Last Summers. And actually, that's my second pick. I Know What You Did Last Summer. And I know I'm going to get shit for it. I know. I love that movie. 
be. We actually even talked about it, about how depressing it is. And it's like, all right, well, you know, whatever. Besides that, um, there's something about that movie. I rewatched it the other day. There's so much that I like in it that it's like, it's it's very tough to, it, it's like a balancing act. Like the, it's very depressing and, and the whole feel of it is whatever, but watching it and, and Jerry, you said scary movie too. It's hilarious watching that movie after a scary movie was made just, just by all the references and shit like that and Cliff O'Malley, whatever. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, I know you did that summer and uh, Scream Two. I mean, what? We, I mean, dude. Dude, I cannot watch Scream Two without thinking a scary movie. All those movies go hand in hand with that with that first uh, scary movie. Nineteen ninety seven. Uh, where are we? What are we even talking about? Who's up? Uh, Kenneth. Uh, Devil's Advocate. Really? Yeah, Devil's uh, Advocate. And the reason why. Is because it's in the wiki list, so it's there. I can pick it. The end monologue of Al yeah. Pacino, oh. man, oh my god, yeah. that was amazing. I saw that movie mm-hmm. in the theater, and I was literally sitting on the edge of my seat when I saw it. Man, it was amazing. And uh, everything else, I thought Keanu Reeves' acting was superb. I thought uh, Charlie Theron's acting was superb. I mean, the the whole movie, the storyline behind it, everything. I mean, it was just, it was epic. And mm. uh, so I have love the devil's advocate and then my second was event horizon oh nice wow i do have to rewatch it now uh dude kenneth what you said about that last monologue though dude if you're a fan of dialogue and movies that's like porn like it's so good yeah oh pacino is yeah that's ridiculously good i i I mean yeah that that monologue is one of those things where it's just like if you had any you know because uh, different people have different ways of thinking on belief but if you have any kind of background on, right. on on Christianity or that type of religious thing right there, and mm-hmm. you did have that belief, that right there will make you rethink how you look at it. I mean, that's how good it was. Yeah, it's you some know? shit. Yep. Yeah, it was awesome. I know Jerry's a big believer in Christ and God and all that stuff, so <laughs> that must have really affected him. Um, <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I used to worship Satan, but then I had a dream about a naked Jesus on a giant pancake, and ever since then... Christ is Game over. Uh, no, I really like Devil's Advocate, but for some reason, I just cannot accept it as a horror movie. It is, it, it is, it is a, it is a, it straight is a up drama that happens to use uh, Christian uh, mythology for its setting. But I just cannot see it as a horror movie because I don't think at any point in that movie are you scared or terrified or horrified or anything like that. Unless you're, I guess, if you're an uber Christian maybe then you get scared <laughs> but other than that i just cannot accept that as a horror movie i love that movie but i just can't do it jay i but, thought you I would mean, like that movie though he fucks his sister in it i love that movie i'm from alabama it's a great he would like it more if he fucked his brother <laughs> hey, if my sister was that hot and i had a sister i would probably consider it <laughs> you're not wrong <laughs> But I mean, if if we if we want to take Devil's Advocate out of it, just because no, of, you can have Devil's Advocate. It was in the list. Which Wishmaster would have been the one right after it? Right oh, after it. Ah, not Leprechaun in Space. No, I'm good. <laughs> the chick was hot, the blonde chick was hot in Leprechaun in Space, but that's about it. She had too much of a whiny. She has a whiny looking face, like she's always about to complain about something. I'm not gonna be looking at her face. Yeah, right, bitch. Be looking at the back of her head. Uh, uh. <laughs> Dude, both those <laughs> chicks were hot, man. Her and the slut were hot, right? Yeah. 
Uh, okay, guys, 1997, my two picks are I Know What You Did Last Summer. Yes! No. And Alien Resurrection. That is so not Razor, Alex. Uh, that, is, that ain't Razor at all, Alex. So let me tell you something. Did you pick that just because Ron Perlman? You fuck. Ron Perlman, Jeffrey Rush, Sigourney, Pussy Weaver. She weaved her pussy hair. That's why they call her Sigourney Weaver. Ah, thanks for the clarification. <laughs> That's gross. Sigourney Weaver. She wants her pussy weaved. Dude, that's going to be my porno name. She horny weaver. (laughs) (laughs) She horny beaver. And guys, what else was going on in 1997? An American werewolf in Paris. Campfire tales. Leprechaun in space. And uh, that's it for notable mentions that we didn't mention. I think I lost my virginity in 97, too. Really? That was really nice of your dad. (laughs) Oh, shit, dude. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Damn. Okay, 1998. They've had a year to think about and get ready for this scream rush that's coming in to horror. What do they do? So, uh, Jerry, 1998, your two top favorite horror movies. Uh, the first one's easy, The Faculty. Yes. When I was a kid, I found out that Usher had the same birthday as me. And I thought that, I thought, like, that meant something. Like, that's some shit I know Alex would say. Like, no, it's meant to be because of this. But I I seriously was, like, like, was into it. And I, like, bought his his cassette. I had a... Oh, my God. My way, it's 7 o'clock on the dot, you know. My way. Yeah, like, I was super into to Usher, and, like, even though I was, like, I know I shouldn't be, but we had the same birthday. There's got to be something here. <laughs> so, but with the faculty, I just really love that movie. I think it's one of the best, like, uh, just really fun sci-fi horror movies, and it has some really creepy elements. Here. Like, when they're all just standing in the fucking football field while the water's going. Yeah. That is just creepy as shit. Um, yeah, no, we already talked about it, Jerry. Yeah, I listened to this podcast talk about it. They didn't talk about <laughs> they didn't talk about Usher enough. I was very upset, but Usher. Uh, yeah. So Usher. The second one is probably uh, my favorite movie to come out uh, that I feel was based off of Scream because the faculty wasn't really a slasher. Uh-huh. Urban Legend. Yeah, motherfucker. It's- yeah. It's just a fucking fun movie. I think yes. they could have gone really far with movies in that series, and they kind of fucked up the rest of them, but it was really, really good. So, Urban Legend. Yes. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, 1998, Dan Chase, your two favorites. Two favorites. I will second what Jerry Herring just said. Urban Legend, man. Urban Legend was huge. It's got fucking Brad Dorif, Robert Englund, dude. Fucking, it's got... Uh, Lex Luthor, the Joker. It's got, uh, who else we got? We got Pacey from Dawson's Creek, man. I mean, this movie was so fucking awesome. That that opening scene, dude, fucking come on, dude, with Brad Dorif. Like, that's one of those scenes where <clears throat> it still goes down as, like, one of the best of that era anyways. Like, you think about, we talked about, like, Exorcist 3 and, like, certain scenes, and, and that particular scene was fucking awesome. I think that they could have maybe done a little better with 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 like uh uh 
referencing the legends. Like they could have made a, a better connection to him, I think. But uh, I, I love that movie. I love it so much. I watched it the other day, actually. Uh, Dan, I you, uh, I re- if I remember correctly, you don't like when dogs die in a movie. Yes, correct. But what about the was it a little white like poodle fucking dog that got microwaved in this movie? He or fucking something? put him in the microwave, dude. Yeah. He put Lex Luthor's dog in the microwave, or yeah. she. Yeah. How fucked up that is that? What so a psycho bitch. Oh, that was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, but I I just saw it for the first time two weeks ago, and I thought it was really cool. Uh, it had a great tone to it and stuff, yep. and the lighting and the atmosphere is really cool. Uh, and I love. Uh, I don't want to give away. I'm, I think we ruined it already because I, I when I was watching it, I remember knowing who the killer was. Then I kept trying to convince myself that I'm making this up, and I didn't hear you guys say that. So I kept trying to like not believe in what I think I know. Right. But I enjoy this actor so much that I loved the whole performance of the reveal and stuff, and I thought it was awesome, and it made me who the killer was made the movie even better so i i really like it uh unfortunately it's not gonna be in my choices because there's just so many here and other ones i just have loved way longer and and right well here's a little tidbit too though alex Mm -hmm. um in the sequel the uh killer makes a another appearance oh the, dude there's like fucking four of them they're really bad like they get worse and worse as you go it's it's really bad it gets it gets ugly but the second one has a nice little uh nice little cameo from the killer yeah so dan what's your second favorite uh, uh my second sir would be on my top 10 list no it's not silver bullet silver bullet didn't come out that year it would be h2o chopping michael's fucking head off they should have ended it there bitch yeah I don't care what anybody says, dude. That's one of the best fucking Halloween movies ever. You got Jamie Lee Curtis back. You got her fucking... You got Janet Lee back in the fucking psycho car, dude. Come on, dude. Get out of here. There's so much greatness in that movie. You got fucking LL Cool J licking his goddamn oh, lips, yeah. dude. Come on, dude. This is fucking cutting off Michael's head at the end, dude. Fucking cue music, dude. Bust out fucking... Break out fucking... Whatever, dude. Just get it fucking... Yeah. Wow, he, I think he just had a fucking aneurysm. Yep. Yeah. It happened. You really are articulate, I'll tell you that. Yep. Holy shit. You know, I have a sequel written. I've got a script written for uh, Halloween H202, the night he went swimming. <laughs> <laughs> nice. You know, now they have to have a, a H40 because isn't it next year going to be 40 years? Oh, yeah. Well, no, this is a, this no, it's H202 because it involves water in a bucket. <laughs> you know what H2O was missing, though? It What's needed it? more Busta Rhymes Kung Fu. Uh, that it did. That it did. Well, but think about that, though, for a second. Like, literally, like, whatever, however you feel about that next movie, dude, like, it, it's, yeah, it's ridiculous on many different levels. And I, uh, but how can you, how can you go from the greatness of H2O? Like, clearly they were just going downhill from there, you know? Like, I, I just, I don't know. It would be literally like a perfect movie to me if they just fucking ended the series there. But they, uh, I think to everybody in, in the world, it would be. Exactly, right? Yeah, exactly. So I wish I could just stab the shit out of that Blu-ray, to tell you the truth. I would literally take <laughs> yeah. a knife to that movie. Huh. Hmm. Or scissors or anything. Anything I had around. I feel like that's happened before. Yeah, you should record that. Hmm, yeah. <laughs> Maybe I will. 
Hey, a good idea is a good idea. You should beat it with a bucket. <laughs> uh, Kenneth, please save us from this. What is your two favorite horror movies in 1998, buddy? Well, my number one would be John Carpenter's Vampires. I really? really? Liked, yeah, I really, really liked it. I thought it was great. I liked the, uh, you know, kind of bringing vampires back at this point because, I mean, from dusk till dawn, you got that stretch between the two of them where you know you really didn't have a whole lot and then making it more sinister i mean because in this uh in vampires he, the the big mean badass vampire really didn't say nothing at all right you know he just all he did was just kill people and try to get that golden cross so it's like and then right. james woods i mean james woods come on piece of candy yeah james woods, piece of candy. amazing and then my second i couldn't choose between the faculty and apt people i had a hard time oh. choosing between the two of them Kelly. because yeah dude that pupil was awesome, yep. and you know that whole that whole dynamic of that kid meeting you know the, the Nazi guy and so on and so forth. I mean, it was just it was awesome. And then the faculty, y'all have already said it, so I really don't need to say anything else about it. Isn't that pupil Stephen King, Kenner? Or no? I think so. I, I think, think so. Yeah. What a movie, yeah. dude. Ah, oh, fucking uh, Magneto, dude. He's a shit. What do you guys keep saying? App people. Apt, Apt pupil. <clears throat> Apt pupil. Yeah. Apt. Okay. I never saw that one. It's, I've it's, never even heard of it. Yeah, it's basically this movie where this kid, he's living next door to a guy that, uh, you know, he figures out used to be a Nazi, Nazi. Like, a, like a big badass fucking SS Nazi guy in Germany, and he's hiding out in America, and he's trying to figure out things about him, and the guy starts figuring out that the kid's doing it, and... You know, I mean, it's a, it's a it's a deep psychological horror movie. You got to check it really out. Really good. Wow. All right. Good picks. Nineteen ninety eight. My favorite two are The Faculty and Halloween H two O. Yeah, my man, pots and pans. <laughs> I don't have to get to either one of those because we did. So let's see what else was going on in nineteen ninety eight. It actually had a lot of stuff. Bride of Chucky, I Know What You Did Last Summer 2, the Psycho remake. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I seriously thought about choosing that just to fuck with Alex. <laughs> I know. I th- thought somebody would. Nah, you already fucking buried yourself with Carnosaur. <laughs> uh, Strangeland, Blade, Disturbing Behavior. Mm. Those, that's sort of what was going on in 1998. All right, guys. It's been a long journey. But we are winding it down. It is the last year, obviously, of 1990s. And here we are in 1999. You know, I know we mentioned it, but I feel like we didn't go. I feel like we didn't, like, get trapped in this vortex of pretty teen slasher movies. Even though they've been in all the picks. But I feel like, luckily, we didn't have to go through the whole thing where we explain again. You know, oh, they wanted a cast that you all know. Like, because everybody knows that. It is what it is. It's the 90s. But I'll tell you what, as we did this whole thing, I feel like, man, that's a very small part of the 90s, oddly enough, you know? Even yeah. Though, you know, it's a very small part of the 90s, because we've just d- did so many movies, and that is, like, the the least of it. So, mm. that was interesting. I thought this would uh, feel different to me when we did the show. Uh, okay, guys, let's wrap it up with 1999 for our... That 90s show. Cause tonight we gonna party like it's 1999. 
So, Jerry, let's see. How are you going to wrap up this fun show? This was the absolute hardest year for me. I even had to call They can say hardest cock. Uh, That's why he called me. (laughs) Uh, I've got five movies for this year that I absolutely was having the hardest time choosing. My winner ended up being Deep Blue Sea because my hand is like a shark's fin. Uh, I I love Deep Blue Sea. I love shark movies. Um, In fact, there was another shark movie that came out this year that I – Almost chose, but it's it's so shitty of a movie that even though I love it and I wore out the VHS tape as a child, it should be picked. And that was the first Shark Attack movie. Oh God! Uh, <laughs> I, you know, I almost picked a, another Snake movie. We had Anaconda before. Well, King Cobra came out this year, Jesus which uh, hey, that had special effects by the Chiodos brothers, and we got to see <laughs> Mr. Miyagi get fucked up by a giant cobra. I like creature features. Yeah, uh, and then speaking of creatures, we also had Komodo. <laughs> Fucking Komodo, but yeah, dude, Deep Blue Sea, and I think it's just a fun film. And that scene where the dude is uh, in the uh, fucking tied to the bed rail. And they've got him. They're trying to pull him up from the helicopter. Oh. He just fucking slams into the the uh, <laughs> window underwater, and then the shark grabs him. Holy right. shit! Jerry, epic. When we when we talk about monologues too, Sam Jackson's monologue and what happens, dude. That's so good. Oh, How yeah, perfect. that is that that was fucking hilarious. Um, <laughs> you know, I feel like this is a movie that really solidified Samuel Jackson just y- yelling. It's another LL Cool J movie. That's weird. Back to it back is another cool LL Cool J. Wow. You you ate my fucking bird. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, Wait, didn't the bird survive? No. Uh, no. I want to say it dies. I don't know. My my Blu-ray is is on the way because I realized I didn't own it, so I I just bought it. Gotcha. Um, my runner-up was Lake Placid. Oh Jesus! It was, re- dude. Lake Placid is such a fun movie. Betty White. Betty White, it's hilarious. It's it's got good jump scares. Uh, the alligator looks pretty good. Uh, it's it's a fucking great movie. I had a hard time between Deep Blue Sea and Lake Placid. Hmm, that's shocking. Is it, Dan? All, both of those picks are shocking to me. I I never liked Lake Placid. If you're gonna talk about um, uh, those types of movies, that's Probably the best one out of all the other shit that you've been talking about this entire show. But with that said, Kenneth, it's still, it's still bad. Betty White is the best part of it. Kenneth, did this motherfucker just say Lake Placid was bad? Oh. Indeed, he did. Did, uh, did we come on this show to hear the opinions of lesser people? Because <laughs> oh, I no, feel I, like that's what's happening right now. How, how dare you say an unkind word about Lake Placid? You, sir, are are plain flaccid, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jerry, what are we gonna do with you, huh? That's what that wow. girl, that fireball will do to you. And you think you one day getting on the skeleton crew? You, I mean, uh, what are you fucking insane? Th- those picks are crazier than Michael J's. You fuck. Whoa, 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 whoa. At least my picks are creative. Let's not hit below the belt here. I promise you we could have placed bets and people would have look, I'm I'm the Dr. Shoe in this fucking horse race, okay? I don't even know what that means. <laughs> no, Dr. Footwear. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, I'm sorry. Dr. Foot. I'm the fucking Dr. Footwear in this fucking horse race. And this, everyone could have put money and called your picks. At that point, we just need to move forward where Jerry fucks up. Well, you know joke. what? Yeah, exactly. Everybody, Jerry. <laughs> you know why everybody knows my picks, though? Uh, oh, I don't know. You're, you're boring? No, 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 no. Actually, no. It's because, uh, oh, I don't know. We've been doing a fucking podcast for years. How long has yours been on now, Jerry? What's uh, Kill the Cast has been one year and a couple of months. I rest my case. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. It's not rested because y'all have been on for years and we've been on for almost, you know, a little over one year and we're already right behind you. Oh, shit, say? son. Oh, that those fighting words. 1999, <laughs> out the fighting. Yeah, once uh, Skeleton Crew leaves Horophilia, these guys are taking over the throne. Yep, they're going to take that scepter and fucking march on forward. <laughs> wow, I can't believe we're passing the torch to kill the cast. God. I can't believe the torch is the fucking Turtles in Time scepter. <laughs> hey, it is what it is, man. You know I have that scepter? Because uh, it came with the toys back in the day. I have this. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I did. It's actually right next to me. I have it in honor of uh, you guys hopefully leaving soon. What's your mind? I need a fucking... <laughs> I need to mail out Kenneth and Alex your fucking signed VHS tapes. Yeah, what about me? Huh? What about you? What about... <laughs> I'll talk to you. <laughs> Look, Jerry, you I'm need... passing the torch. You ain't passing shit. I'm passing the joint, nigga. You passing a fucking STD. <laughs> <laughs> people, people, people fucking call you the abbreviation of standard. Wow. <laughs> he just keeps, this is becoming really awkward. I don't think I've ever been this fucking roasted on a podcast. <laughs> you don't. And he lived through show 98.5. You don't, you don't want, look, you can go ahead and tell Jeremy from 22 shots. You don't want this. You don't want to see me go off. What are we, what year are we in? What are we doing? 1999. I'm the host here, asshole. You just shut up and wait your turn. <laughs> Dad. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to. 1999. <laughs> what is your two favorite horror movies in 1999? Okay. Uh, so I'm going to go, I'm going to go with number one first. Cause number two, uh, I'm probably going to get killed for uh, so the first one is the Blair Witch, man. Blair Witch Project. Oh, I'm going to kill you for that. Why? Boo. Why? For Blair Witch? I'm just kidding. I never even saw it yet, dude. All right. Yeah. I, well, I mean, that was a game changer. What, what do we really got to say about Blair Witch that hasn't been said before? Um, and it it's one of those movies, too, where um, that was the first movie I saw in theaters, I think, that legit fucking scared the living shit out of me. And, uh, you know, that was right when the internet was starting and nobody knew what was real and what was what. Yeah, remember those days? It was, and and it it really did add to the experience, too. It added to the movie-going experience. Totally, dude. And not knowing shit about movies going in and then, like, having no expectations, I think is the best way. I also think it's probably one of the most difficult things to pull off at this day and age. So... Uh, between the timing of this movie and and like we said, like the uh, the marketing and all that shit, dude, they just nailed it, dude. That movie scared the living shit out of me. Now, <laughs> the next movie. Uh, hold on, Alex. I can explain Blair Witch to you. The Bundys went and saw it, and as soon as they got out, Peggy said, "Thank your father, kids." <laughs> Thanks, Dad. How many May with children references are you motherfuckers gonna throw? <laughs> he really wants that show to grow, man. I I guess so. 
No, I just know you, when you're on a, like, it's like in a movie, you're not supposed to reference a better movie in your movie. Right. <laughs> Here, I figured I just, re- I would, I would reference a better podcast. Ah, so you just oh. spoke like joke too. It has 100% less Dan Chase. <laughs> Drop a ball. I, I can't get on the Blair Witch Pan Ragon. Yeah? I can't. I can't. And the reason why is because, you know, it's the marketing ploy and everything like that was a total ripoff of Cannibal Holocaust. Right. Yeah. Well, I wasn't uh, alive for that. I'm actually really surprised that Kenneth doesn't like the Blair Witch because it's a slow burn where nothing fucking happens at the end. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Jerry's that's going true. off this episode. Jesus Christ. It, it, it's, it's, it's right up his alley, and yet he doesn't like it. Like, Dude, for some of you big carnosaur, you sure do talk a lot of shit. <laughs> Uh, you See, Jerry, li- Jerry likes creature features just because deep down he knows that he's p- still pissed off because his parents wouldn't let him have pets as a kid. <laughs> I had a cat named Jaws. What the fuck are you talking about? You got a cat named Cass now. He likes creature because they're the only ones who like won't argue with him and so like, hate him because they can't talk to him. Well, and it's the opposite <laughs> of how I feel about Jerry. I wish he couldn't talk. We wish you were the family dog. <laughs> yeah, dude, you are the bitch of the family. Um, I'm going to rub my ass all over y'all's floor. <laughs> oh, my God. You're going to drag your ass across the carpet? Yeah, right now on the dungeon floor. <laughs> you need to be neutered. Um, okay, so I've expressed it on the Skeleton Crew before, and I'll say it again. I fucking love Idle Hands. I know. It's a fucking stupid story of comedy. What I are know. you talking about? Idle Hands is fantastic. Thank you. That's oh, such a great shit. movie. And such a great movie. It, right? Oh, shit. Who, wait, who <laughs> talks shit about Idle Hands? I've never heard anyone talk shit about Idle Hands. Name, name. Fucking Rotten Tomatoes, but we all know they suck anyway, so. And that would be the second film on this list starring Sean Whalen because you had people under the stairs earlier, Kevin. So there you go. Yeah. Yep. Um, I love it. I don't know. I'm glad you guys like it, though. I thought you guys were going to murder me for it, but uh, I Dude. love that movie so much. I literally about to pull, almost pulled a fucking Fuck Rosa Parks barbershop when he said fucking Rotten Tomatoes. Man, <laughs> fuck Rotten Tomatoes. Man, fuck you. So many Ice Cube references. Yeah, right? This is like an Ice Cube Marrow Children podcast. Yeah, right? <laughs> fuck dying. Yo, so those are my picks, though, for 1999. Cause tonight we gonna party. Good picks. Uh, now we are on to Kenneth. Oh, I'm on Kenneth. 99. My number one above all is Ravenous. Never I seen. Ra- oh my God! Really? Swear. Yeah, I, I've never. Heard, I've never seen it either. Guy Ritchie, Robert Carlyle, they're fucking cannibals. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh wow. Dude, oh, this is so the one you were telling me about, wasn't it? Right. It takes place during the Mexican-American War, man, and these guys are in this uh, in this uh, camp, like military camp, because they're soldiers in, that's like way far out in the middle of nowhere, and yep. they end up uh, eating each other. Yeah, totally need to watch it. It was fucking amazing. Nice, dude. And it's shot like it. It got the older like you wouldn't think that it came out in 1999 because it's got the grainy look of like the late 70s, early 80s. Yep. Oh wow. And it's got uh, it's got a uh, dude that played uh, Arquette, dude that played uh, Dewey and Scream. He's in it. Oh no, shit, David Arquette. <laughs> yeah, David Arquette. It's got him in it. Robert uh, Carlyle, dude. Yeah. Dewey reported for duty. Yeah, and then uh, dude that was the dad in Beetlejuice. What was his name? But yeah, I mean, y'all should watch that. It's definitely good. I think it's on Netflix. You should watch it. No shit, I will. Okay. 
cool. And then uh, my second, House on Haunted Hill. Yes, Jeffrey Rush again. Yeah, I, I really, really enjoyed the uh, the remake of that, and I also liked the fact that they took it to where the house was actually haunted. Right, because in the original, it was like uh, him and his wife kind of messing with each other and stuff, but in this one, yeah, the house is actually haunted. It was really, and I'll just segue into mine since I'm the last one to go. House on Haunted Hill is in mine too. That's one of my picks. Did I sleep on this movie or something? What the? I don't. Okay. Dude, yes, it's so good. Is it really? Yeah. Yeah, dude, it was real cool. It's got. Uh, I think it's got Ellie Larder in it. Ellie Farder. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Remember, she farts in Jay Inside Bob. She's ripped one. <laughs> yeah, it's got. <laughs> it's got her in it. It's got Jeff Famke Jansen. Yeah, that's who I was thinking of was the other one, Famke Jansen. It's got her in it. And then you'll recognize all the other people that are in it. I just can't think of their names. But it doesn't have a Blu-ray release. The sequel to this movie has a Blu-ray release, but it doesn't. Right. Yeah, that's makes no sense. Why is Lisa Loeb in that movie? They paid her. Oh, Okay. Yeah, Jeffrey Rush plays uh, like a Vincent Price character, and he's even named Vincent and stuff. Tay Diggs is in this movie. You got Chris Kattan is in this movie. Wow. Oh, yeah, I forgot about him. Yeah. Yeah, like it's, yeah, like you said, Lisa Loeb. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's not the greatest thing in the world, but I I definitely had it on VHS. I, you know, copied it when I rented it back then, and I watched this pretty regularly. So, huh. you know... Uh, yeah, I was I was into it, uh, and plus with the rest of the list you got, I mean that's to me that's I'm just going with what I what I like at the time. Yeah. So my last pick, End of Days with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, I was wondering shit. if one of y'all was gonna get it. Yeah, that's that's always been a solid movie to me, man. It plays up the whole 1999 thing. We were all afraid about the Y2K thing, and they gave this whole like it's a whole religious thing, but. Not in the way that you won't like it or that in an annoying or overwhelming way. It's like <clears throat> religion done right in a, a movie, I guess. Uh, awesome soundtrack, too, by the way. Yeah. As long as I'm on Mad Pills and I got plenty of pot, I'll be in a canoe paddling, making fun of your yacht. <laughs> I think my favorite scene in End of Days is when the uh, the kid that's on the skateboard runs into Satan. and he's like fuck you old guy or some shit like that and then he goes off and he's wearing the satan rules hoodie on and then he gets hit by by the car Ah. (laughs) that shit was great man that was was good i'll say one of the best scenes of that movie was the fucking ice cream pizza shake (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) Yeah. the breakfast is the most important meal of the day (laughs) and how about when that albino goes he's gonna fuck you christine he's gonna fuck you yeah, dude, that bugged me. <laughs> I don't like that. That was weird. Yeah, that was creepy, right? Jerry's yeah. wondering what the fuck we're talking about. Yep, I've Man. I've never seen it. Wow. You should watch it. It's it's it, for for it to be a Schwarzenegger movie. You should watch it. It's not really action action. No. Well, if it's as good as Kindergarten Cop, I'll give it a try. It's not a doom. Oh, it is. It's not the doom. <laughs> yeah. So that's our picks, guys. So this was the '90s show. Well. Guys, uh, big show. Uh, thanks for coming on. And uh, Jerry and Kenneth, thank you for letting me lift your uh, format you had going there. I guess I guess now you can't do this. 
<laughs> no, not for the 90s. Yeah, not for that. And we won't do it again. You know, we're wrapping it up and we're not going to hit this up. But we definitely wanted to do this at least one time. And we had to do it with you. Otherwise, it's truly stealing. And uh, at least we, I think we did the right choice, the 90s. I mean, you guys did the 80s. I'm sort of like, uh, a little like, ugh, I'm kind of done talking about the 80s for a little bit. Yeah. You know. I agree. No, a lot of people do the 80s and stuff like that. And that, that's not to say that, you know, we couldn't. But what else can you say? You know what I mean? About all those movies that hasn't been said before. You know, so it's like, eh, whatever. I, dude, 90s, uh, that's my fucking zone. I loved it. And I'm so happy we got to do this show. Cause, uh, and honestly, I got like kind of a list going here now of uh, of movies that are that are on you guys' list that wasn't even fucking on my radar. So uh, I got a bunch of, uh, bunch of movies to watch now. Yeah, like Carnosaur? Carnosaur and Carnosaur 2. Oh my god, Carnosaur 2 is so fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Dan, straight <laughs> up, when you watch when you watch Ravenous, man, I really want to see what you think about yes. it. So hit me hit me up, let me know. That that's gonna be first, and then House on Hard Hill. So those two, yeah, for sure. Right on, dude. Yo, thank you assholes for coming on. Open invitation, by the way. Anytime you guys want to come back, except you to, do. Uh, open invitation to your asshole? <laughs> of course. I mean, <laughs> did I really need to spell it out for you? Uh, can you spell it out? Those pictures? <laughs> I guess all you guys are going to contact me later to see how you can get a hold of the transfer movies, right? Yes, of course. <laughs> no, Alex <laughs> already sent those to me. Uh, I, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll watch it. I, it it watch sounded it. interesting. Watch it. Dude, you, you know what it actually is? It's actually it predates Terminator. Oh, no, it doesn't. Never mind. Oh, no, it does. No, it does. The first one does, yeah. Comparing it to Terminator is not a good way to make me watch it. No, here's the thing. Some guy went back in time and started killing ancestors of people today, so this guy had to go back and meet him in the same timeline to kill him to stop him from doing that. So it's sort of like Terminator that way. I'm already confused. I just went across <laughs> I think I've seen this. Wasn't it called Looper? It had Bruce Willis Oh, Looper. Looper's <laughs> great, dude. It's not a Looper. Kind of like Time Cop. That's it's not a Looper. <laughs> time Cop. Yeah, Time time Cock. <laughs> but uh, I, I am actually genuinely interested because I do like Full Moon movies, so I'm actually genuinely interested. So, yeah, if you want to figure out a way to shoot those to me, that would be awesome. Will do. And by the way, I just looked. Ravenous is on Netflix. Nice. Perfect. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Is Carnistor? No. I doubt that. <laughs> they didn't waste their time uploading it. <laughs> the, uh, the point of this show really is to uh, not just sit here and, you know, uh, jerk off about our favorite stuff. It's to raise awareness from stuff from the 90s that you guys probably overlooked and don't give a shit about and... You know, it's it's our favorite stuff, the ones we mentioned, and uh, maybe it's like, oh, well, maybe I should check it out then, and that's what we're all doing to each other. Once again, kill the cast. Thanks for coming on the show. Uh, sorry, you guys missed Jamie. She couldn't make it to this show, but uh, hey, it was a great time, and I'm sure she will enjoy listening to this, so thanks again for dropping in. I appreciate you letting us be here, man. Yeah. Like I said, open invitation, except for you, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> So, guys, what are you going to do with the scepter? Is that the only way you can get out of here, or do you just want to take the freeway? Uh, I'm really worried that if we use this scepter again, we're going to end up in, like, some weird fucking place like the woods in fucking 
Jason Goes to Hell. Oh, dude, yeah, that's... What do you think's worse, that or fucking Ninja Turtles 3? <laughs> what if you end up in the laser lounge? What if we end up on Cut to the Chase? You don't want to end there. You'll fucking... You, you won't leave sober. Yeah. Plus, I might have to listen to you talk about No Country for Old Men again. <laughs> was that that bad? I thought it was great. No, oh. I, I, I just, I just think that like he's like, no, I'm just kidding. I didn't listen. No, I did listen to that I show haven't, because I haven't actually listened to it yet, but I want to because I love that movie. I, I wanted that one. I wanted to yeah. hear if y'all were going to convince me it was good, and y'all didn't. Oh, I didn't try to do that. Uh, well, I know, but like one of the reasons me. to listen to podcasts is for them to maybe show you something you never saw before in a movie and maybe you'll end up liking it. Maybe you'll get a whole new perspective and go, holy shit. Like Kenneth said, watch Hellraiser uh, four through seven from the point of the view of the main character in, in, in the movie as if it's their own personal hell. Right. And that didn't save those movies, but at least it was an attempt. So let me ask you a question, Jerry. Yeah. Um, little movie called uh, Edges uh, 17. You like it? What'd you think of that? Oh, one? Yes, dude, Edge of Seventeen was so good. Oh, hmm. holy shit! Hey, who did a podcast on that, recommending that movie? Hmm? Uh, oh, I, don't know. I didn't. I didn't listen to it, but it was oh, probably you. you. <laughs> <laughs> I like it's a lot of newer movies I haven't seen, mm. and if it's an old movie I haven't seen, I don't mind listening. But if it's a new movie, I get like a little like, uh, I don't know right. if I want to if I want this to be spoiled for me. Right. Um, right. But I will say, I'm going to go listen to that episode now because you were right. Edge of 17 was fucking fantastic. Phenomenal, right? Yes. Yeah. It was great. So I'm always it. right. So just fucking take my recommendations like the little bitch you are and keep on moving. You <laughs> haven't been right since you were five. And your mom was <laughs> like, do you want juicy fruit or zebra bubble gum? I'm still wrong, man. Oh. I know. You chose zebra, you dumb fuck. <laughs> It's my favorite animal cracker. <laughs> we were talking about bubble gum. Oh, my bad. <laughs> wow. This is just getting out of control. Myself now, I only came here to promote myself. <laughs> yeah, we know. <laughs> we'll say it one last time. Kill the cast. Kill the cast. Kill the cast. And Mary with Children podcast. Kill Jerry's bitch ass. Kill Jerry's bitch ass. Kill Jerry's bitch ass. Kill Jerry's bitch ass. Stop fucking plugging, Jerry. I don't know, right? I can't. There's so many holes to plug. (laughs) (laughs) Kenneth, keep them in line, please. (laughs) Well, guys, thank you. That was the 90s show, everybody. Have a good night. We hope you enjoyed, and we will see you. (laughs) 